Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So now I have a desk in here, and it's just like a little room. So I figured it's the best place. It looks like you're in a retail space. Definitely not. Looks like you work stock. But I'm actually you work stock and Norm's at the front. (laughs) (laughs) Straight up. up. That's hilarious. Are you back to work, Norm? No, no. I just had really, really bad intercept reception in my at home. Like my internet sucks, so I just had to find a space that had good internet. That Parkdale Wi-Fi, man, strikes again. There's something wrong with Parkdale. I don't get it. Yo, it's been, like, I mean, I lived in Parkdale, like, 2013, 2012-ish for, like, five years almost, right? Mm-hmm. And, I met you. Yeah, and all five of those years, my internet just... It would like go in and out whenever it felt like it, and whenever it went out, it would be gone for like half an hour, forty-five minutes. Oh, uh, what did you have? Were you were you tech savvy, distributor? Tech savvy, market? tech savvy. I love the small companies, quick customer service. You know what I mean? Which and they don't rob you as much as like you know Rogers. Like just they just give you some charges where you're like you can't prove they're lying <laughs> they're just like all right i guess i'll pay you 150 dollars. like i'm not gonna i'm not wow. down for that so tech savvy has always been good for me but i know living in the parkdale area everybody had problems with you trash rogers bell fido try doing being a youtuber try to upload two times a week (laughs) taking forever (laughs) with that bullshit ass wi-fi man it was horrible and i never go ahead i was gonna say for the most part where i live it's okay but like i don't know if i just stream too much but there will be points where i'll just stop working and i'm like bro i'm right beside my freaking little box thing like what's going on this is why i do hardwired everything like i have a lan cable going straight yeah. to my modem i don't rely on the wi-fi i can't that's, i can't trust the air that's what they were, <laughs> they were telling me when i try to call them, like what's wrong with it they're like well we say it's up to this much speed but that's with it attached to the cable wi-fi it can be as high or low as whatever because yeah. it's not never guaranteed when it's all up in the air and no. Wi-Fi. So you need them wires, man. The wires will give you that full speed. Full speed. So you got man. the right idea. I booked it every hard, time. Hard they, line, everything. Every time I try to get them to fix my Wi-Fi, they tell me, all right, plug straight in. And they test that Wi-Fi. And it'd be like so much stronger. And I'm like, why am I not just using it this way? <laughs> <laughs> and so I did that to my PlayStation and my 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 computer and like, man. Life changing. Life is good. I mean, life, life changing. <laughs> this whole like year, I've really focused on like eliminating little annoyances, mm-hmm. like just small little things that either I do or um, things that just like it's the smallest things. Like I, there's a cord going from my PlayStation um, to the controller to charge it, and mm-hmm. the old one that I had 
I had to hold it in a certain way. You know those wires where you had to hold it a certain way? <laughs> yep, and yep. like, so you yes, know you can yes. do it, so you do it. But I'm like, I, why do I keep doing this? And I'm just going to buy, buy the cord. <laughs> <laughs> so I bought the cord. And I, bought, I made sure it was like a 10-foot cord. The one I had before was like dumb short. And so like now I can reach it from my bed. Life is great. I got an extra charger. And my charger before... I would have to put my phone over there for it to charge and then go over there and check it whenever I need to check Worst it. If I'm on my computer. Yeah. So I just got another cord <laughs> and plugged it into my PlayStation, PlayStation that's right beside me. And life is great. The best is having the extra long cords. The extra long cords is a, is a big key. Like, mm -hmm. stop thinking about having to bring your cord to someone else's house. Like, that's not... That should be the least of your worries. If you have a cord that's long enough, your your phone is all be going to be charged by the time you leave the house. Because you run into that yeah. problem of, oh, I'm not going upstairs to charge it. Or I'm not going in the other room to charge it or whatever. Because that's where your charger lives. Like, wherever it is in your room. Yeah. So, like, you don't end up charging your phone because you want to use it. It has to be, like, on the one side of my bed, I have my charger. So I'm realizing, like, I'm lopsided because I lean on one side yep. whenever I'm on. <laughs> yep. Charging it. On the other side. And that so gives I'm you back problems, too. Messed up. That gives you, yeah, that gives you shoulder. Like, after I get off leaning that way for a while, I don't know if it's age or what, that should be hurting, bro. Bro, that's, that's some, like, I don't know. I got carpal tunnel mixed with <laughs> and like I don't know what I'm doing, but it's just from just being on my side for the for that charge. Just definitely for need a longer cord. But one of my tips, and I think it's the greatest thing ever, is not using the regular box that they give um, with the iPhones, but using the iPad one because it charges your phone ten times faster. Mm. So my phone will go from literally like. 15 say i'll plug it at 15 it will be charged to like 80 in 15 minutes like yeah. it's just ridiculously it's proper because it's, it's, it's just a different charge intake it's taking yeah, more the juice iPad one is like uh the watts are higher or something like yeah. that you gotta be careful though your phone might yeah. just explode you one might day. be zapping your battery right <laughs> yeah your battery just might hey. start dying quicker because it's well, getting, I've been getting done, doing this juice. for years. You already know that the Apple juice. batteries don't be lasting that it's long. Like a, it's like taking Viagra over and over and over again and then just trying out your own one day. <laughs> <laughs> just on your own. Dick half hard because it's been juiced. <laughs> like you're running out of blood. <laughs> your, oh, your heart man. can't pump blood fast enough to your penis. That sucks. <laughs> That's That really sucks about old hey, age we're all gonna to get miami, to that age when i went to miami we did like a boat tour of like the star island or whatever and we drove past the guy's house and they said that he is obviously like a billionaire but he has no kids so the money when he dies goes mm. to like who like imagine having billions of dollars and then when you die it's just like does he have friends to? does he have friends I, I would assume maybe we could use another nigga in the squad. I'm just saying. I think saying. he like might have divorced his wife or something like that too. So it's like literally. Maybe he might be looking to invest in a podcast. Hey, Imagine his last up. name's Gravy, and he just <laughs> he just decides to do it. That'd be crazy. Imagine somebody like just giving you a mil a billion dollars. And Wish. you don't know them. Can someone can someone put you in their will that you don't know? 
Yeah, people can put you like you can put whoever you want in your will. That's sick. Yeah. That's kind of dope. You're I would I would totally to put Will you. Smith in my in my will. And just give him like 10 bucks or something. But they have to legally notify Will Smith that he's getting something. So then when I die, I die knowing yeah. Will Smith knows <laughs> I lived. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's how you started, folks. Welcome back to the Extra Gravy Show. You bastards, you're seeing us for the first time. I'm really like... Tripping out. I'm tripping out. I keep forgetting that I can't just like be dumb, ugly like I am on uh, in, <laughs> when we record. <laughs> ugly bastards. <laughs> We're all ugly bastards. Uh, none of us have lineups. Your your nails are chipped. Your boom boom look like Kobe in 03. But uh, <laughs> you know how we do. Nah, not 03. He cut it off. <laughs> Did he? Wasn't he shaved? <laughs> Boom Boom looked like Kobe and Kobe no, courtside. 98, 98. I just N64, the cover. 98. Alicia's right, 98. The Afro Samurai. Braids here on the side, trying to look like ASAP Rocky. Dude, like this little back fuzz. Mm, like, this guy's trying whatever he can. Yeah. Holy motherfucking Christ. Yo, I hope they don't just, screenshot that one, brother. Just keep the hat on, please. You're going to have a Charlemagne moment. That was <laughs> nuts. No, I don't want to take off mine because... <laughs> woo. Yeah, this is staying on Yo. Right now. Yo. Yo, I am not removing Yo. this durag. This is my religious head garment um, from now right until... There. Wait, so apparently things are slowly about to start rolling back into normal life i don't know well, unquote normal the new normal yeah the new normal Outside is open <laughs> outside is is gonna be open what are you guys looking forward to the most um, and will you be going outside first <laughs> what's the right? date say say they say it's open everything's open may 15th okay then i don't think they're gonna do that i think we got until like june 1st though for real, for real. At least. If it's um, June first, then when? Are, what's the date you go out and mingle, and not just go out? Like I mean, go out. <laughs> Enjoy this honestly, Toronto summer. <laughs> it might be the end of summer still. Like uh, it might be like it might not even be until next year. Like honestly, what my biggest fear is because of. Would you say Norm? No, I'm saying play it safe. I like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely play it safe. I'm not going outside for like two weeks after the. I told you guys, I'm waiting two weeks. I'm gonna um, wait like a month. But <laughs> I'm fine staying inside. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, like I'm good. I've, ad I've adjusted. I'm adapted now. Exactly. Like I'm good in this habitat. <laughs> that definitely Stockholm syndrome. Um, <laughs> you know what but <laughs> the, I'm afraid of the fact that there will not be like all these live events there will not mm -hmm. be all these festivals and all this stuff and but there will still still be good weather right which yeah. means people are going to create their own fun just like they've learned to do in quarantine yeah which means there's going to be barbecues mm -hmm. and yeah. we know what happens at toronto barbecues for the most yeah. part it hasn't been good in the past couple of years there's been baby shot like it it, it's yeah. a lot you know what i mean so 
I mean, in general, like the whole Toronto scene hasn't been the greatest. Even if you go to clubs, like it's kind of an uneasy feeling because there's so much violence going on. So for me, I I think I will be outside in terms of like literally being outside to enjoy the warm weather because we don't get much of it. But I don't know if I'm going to be partaking in a lot of these things because I like my life. I really do. Yeah. I and just, it, you know, a lot of big crowds and just do the things I normally like doing, like going to restaurants, checking out. Yeah. But like any place that has a lot of people, like I'm not going to be there. It's going to be quiet. Very, it's going to be very interesting trying to fill the summer without having the things like that mm-hmm. we're so used to doing. Carabana weekend might be super depressing or will be <laughs> super dope. Like we have not, there's an opportunity there. You know what I mean? Like the gate is yeah. open for something to happen that could you know salvage the summer but that's left to be seen we we don't know i know these promoters are not just quarantining in silence no, <laughs> you know the these engine. promoters are out there just <laughs> they're just like fucking uh what's his name mel gibson and braveheart hold hold the line <laughs> just waiting for that one moment they're patiently waiting because they've been losing out on so much money. So they're oh, yeah. just super excited to get back out there. Oh, man. Let's just hope that people, well, I don't who's, know. There's, are there going to be people excited to go out? Who's popping bottles after this, my dog? What's going to be stronger, the fear of getting COVID by going out or just wanting to go out and saying, fuck it? People gonna are going to, listen, I think that for the most part, you had... People who didn't care ever mm-hmm. and yeah. still went out. You had people who think this was all a conspiracy, all a hoax. Um, you have people who are kind of on the fence. They don't know. They're just going with whatever they're being told. And mm-hmm. you have the people that believe it and are doing what they're supposed to do. That believe it and doing what they're supposed to do, I feel, is a very small percentage. <laughs> In comparison yeah. to all of the rest of them. And people are also slave to convenience, slave to their own, you know, fun and desires and what they want to do. And uh, especially a lot of people who are in privileged positions, they won't see the problem because they weren't down here to see the problem. Highly affected. Yeah, by you it. know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of those people, you're seeing it already. What are those beaches open in uh, in America? And you're seeing it's uh, disgusting. Huntington Beach, thousands of people. Oh my god, thousands of people just so all beside, like sardines, just all beside each other, slime. What's, what's crazy to me is that there is so much land in general. Like, why do you guys keep going to the same spots? Like, just like. Go venture off somewhere else if but, you want to be outside. There's so many different tag, parts that you can be to, and it's not going to be very popular. And yeah, how am I supposed to tag Huntington Beach on Instagram though? Like they need to know I was there. <laughs> they need to know I was there for real. Like for how real. am I supposed to see my friends though? Like, like no, like <laughs> my friends aren't in the woods. I gotta, you know, I gotta go to Huntington Beach. Um, yeah, just, just very weird, weird things happening. Um, how's your week been? Well, oh, I forgot. I'm Marlon. I'm Norm. And I'm Alicia. Welcome back to the Extra Gravy Show. How's your week been? (laughs) Well, my week's been cool. Um, I started like redecorating my house, like I said. So that's really all I've been doing. And I think I got like 
my unproductive slum out the way. So now I'm back to business. Let's go. Getting out of bed. Let's so, go. Getting out of bed. Yeah. Get, getting into bed and going in, getting out of bed at what times? Let's hear it. <laughs> Let's hear the truth. <laughs> That's not changed, okay? Well, I mean, there was a couple of days where I went to bed at like 7.30 last week. Jesus Christ. But the last couple of days, I've been going to bed at like... Maybe she's just a clown gal. I hate you. 4.45, and then waking up earlier. Before I was just sleeping in. Now I'm trying to wake up earlier. My so I could goodness. maybe go to bed earlier. But it's not really working. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> so what I'm broken. What, I want to understand it. What happens when you go to bed? <laughs> like when you decide when you decide to go, did it start from like an eleven to straight four forty five jump? Or was there a gradual did you get to 4.45 and then no, gradual it, to 7? It literally just happened. Like the day, the day I no longer, I guess the day, my last day of my job, mm -hmm. I think I went to bed maybe at like a, like 1, 2. But the day after that, it was a wrap. Like it Damn. was 4, 5, and now it's just like 7. And you're doing things like, at these times. Like you're just watching TV. Like are you trying to sleep or are you just doing things because you know you can't sleep? I just don't be tired. So I'll, I'll think that I'm tired and I'm like, okay, like I move my TV into my bedroom. I never have a TV into my bedroom. In mm. my bedroom, it's usually in my living room. Yeah. Um, but I was like, one day I just wanted to lay in bed and just watch TV. So I moved it in there. And so in the daytime, for the most part, I do not stay in my bedroom. I'll stay in my living room. I'll go for walks, do whatever. And then around midnight is when I'm like, okay, like, let me go to my bed and I'll start watching shows until I fall asleep. And I just don't fall asleep. And I will literally look at my clock. It'll be like five something, six something, whatever it is. And I'll be like, God damn it. Like, why am Listen, I here? We, we might need... <clears throat> a weekly Alicia Netflix list because apparently for sure she can't fall asleep because of the shit. <laughs> <laughs> Everything she watched so fire. <laughs> Cause I know those ones. Like I know uh going, I went, I remember when I was watching entourage and I was in mm. school at these times and three, four nights in a row up until 6am watching the yeah. entire season. Couldn't stop. And I'm like, I'm why aren't I tired? Binger. I'm such a binger, so it's like, yeah, I get that. I understand that mm -hmm. completely. Uh, you guys, I hate it, but can you guys, guys rewatch things, or do you once you watch it once, it's it? I no, I can rewatch re things. It. it depends on uh, what it is. Yeah, I can rewatch some things. It's like a stand up. Yeah. I can rewatch a couple times. Like I've been watching The Last Dance over and over and over. Episode episodic things. I can watch movies. I don't think I can watch multiple times, especially it what it is, especially ones with like a <clears throat> uh, surprise twist ending. I'll probably watch it one more time through just to be like, Oh, I didn't, I didn't notice that. Oh my God. <laughs> like just to do that thing. But after that, once I know the whole movie, it's like, yeah, no, I'm done. Yeah. If, if I really love the TV series or a movie and it connected with me in some way, I'll watch it over again. Um, like I'm thinking about maybe watching Scandal again because Scandal was really good at the beginning. Scandal so, was sick, yeah. Yeah, and I yeah. haven't seen it. I had, didn't watch it, what was it, like 2014 when I started watching it or some shit like that? Forever ago, it feels like. So like just watching that over again. Um, but movies, like 
Love and Basketball. You know how many times I've watched that yeah. shit? Like, some of them like are the that. classics. Love and Basketball, yeah. by the way, very toxic now that I'm older. <laughs> A lot of toxicity. Now that I'm older, very toxic. <laughs> um... <laughs> This guy, Quincy, is a piece of shit, and he's his dad. As much as he doesn't want to be his dad, he just, it's like in his genetics. He's just his dad. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. That's how it is for a lot of people, though. Yeah, it was very, uh, I don't know. (laughs) When I I was growing up, I was like, this is love. Yeah, this is how it's supposed to go. (laughs) And now I'm like, this nigga played his girl one on one. For her heart. Imagine telling your girl, hey, all right, bet. <laughs> you you want you want to fuck with me again? All right, cool. Hop on then, Fortnite. I'm gonna give you my code. Fiance. <laughs> Hop on Call of Duty. One on one, up to five. <laughs> Loving COD. Loving COD. I'm done. <laughs> Loving COD. Are you crazy? My girl would box me in the face. That's nuts. Yeah. In real life, playing your girl one-on-one for her heart. Yo, that's I'll crazy. For it. Grab the controller. <laughs> and then when you, it's just the way it came out. I'll play you for it. What are we playing for? Your the heart. heart. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. That corny ass shit. But what gets me is he really left his wife, bro. Like he left Tyra Banks at the altar. I mean, we seen what's happening Over with Tyra a Banks. Game. We see what happened with Tyra Banks this week. She's getting called out for being very problematic, man. He maybe maybe that boy Quincy had foresight. <laughs> All right. Now, what does she do now? Um, well, they just um. pulling up older seats. You know how they like to pull up older seats. And it was like, I don't know, season two or some shit. I don't it's a long time ago, it looks like. It it was. It was one of the earlier seasons. Intern, look sure. that up for me if you can. I don't even know how you're gonna find that. And that scares me even more. Uh, but... I will I will find it. <laughs> it's it's on it's on Twitter. There's a tweet. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. I know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I would like you to find it. It's like the girl basically uh comes out for judgment. You know how they come out for judgment, the models. And uh, Tyra's like, so how do you think um, you're going to last with that gap in your teeth? <laughs> and my mind instantly went to like 13 different models that I know are famous and mostly famous for having a for gap, the gap in their teeth. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, uh, this seems very dumb. But it also seemed very personal, if, the, if that makes sense. It seemed like... Someone like, with a gap in their teeth did something to Tyra Banks at some point in time, <laughs> and she's now taking down on this young young. It might not have queen. been like. Well, first of all, it was cycle six that it happened. Cycle Her, six. The girl's name is Danny uh, Danielle Evans. Six six six. Um, but I feel like for Tyra because she came up in. Well, even still, there's so many like problems with the modeling industry and having like black models and stuff like that. But at her time, there wasn't that many models. So maybe she was just deflecting all of the the thing, the judgments that she was getting when she was a young model onto like mm. these other black girls and stuff like that. So she might not have had a gap, but like I'm sure they probably brought up her nose because I think people have said that she got her nose done. Like they would bring up the fact that she had curves and she wasn't so skinny. Yeah, and- Tyra had them titty meats. Yeah. 
She definitely had titties, but she had um... them titties. <laughs> but but yep. here's the thing: was she was she asking, "What are you gonna do with that gap?" To like see what type of answer she would give, or was she being condescending? Um, well, no. it was to see what type of answer she would give. It was it was to see what type of answer she would give, and she then missed an appointment. And, they they set an appointment for her to go get it fixed, and she skipped out on the appointment because she said that she wanted to keep her gap. Oh, oh, mm. and Tara was like, "No, nah, it's not going to happen." So she, she was just like, "How do you think you're going to um, be the face of a cover girl with your like?" Gap and Tara's like that? and Tara, Tara's like, "Just every picture you take is like, mm, it's just that's the first thing people are going to look at." Just mm. yeah. And then the girl, uh, not the girl, the guy, Jay, Jay Alexander, Alex, mm-hmm. yeah, he was like, "Up, oh, looks like or she's." Miss Jay, sorry. Yeah, Miss Jay was like, um, "Looks like the gap has widened for this competition, or something like <laughs> something like that." And I was like, "Yo, they are going in on this gap right now." No pun intended. But like, Marlon, right? I got one. I got one. We got a gap. <laughs> but the crazy thing is, is that Danielle won. She was the winner of Cycle Six ANTM. Are you like, joking? She won America's Next Top Model. So it doesn't even matter. <laughs> it doesn't even I'm matter. I'm mildly confused. Yeah. What? Ha. That's yep. Figure that one out, right? Maybe she's just a clown girl. <laughs> How, why did she criticize her so heavily on something like that? Well, now I'm starting to rethink about this this whole clip. I would like to see the rest of the episode. You know the what I mean? Whole fucking season to see how she really treated her. What if this segment <laughs> was just uh, a test yeah. to see her fortitude, like in how she feels about her own beauty? You know how they do those. Where there's like, oh, it's about the true beauty within afterwards, like at the end, that gives yeah. some like, so what if that was all a test to, to, to just see what her, 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 um, her self-esteem was or her self-worth was when it yeah. came to being a model or just being a human being. Just and- knowing what her worth was. But Danielle said that she would be willing to close it just a little bit, like, but not all the way, right? Mm. Um, I don't know if she actually did that. And I feel like Tara used to make do those type of things where she would tell somebody to do something, and if they rebuttaled, she kind of was like, okay, well, I'm happy you stood up for yourself, Time. Yeah, yeah I like, like, I feel like... She would have lost if she ended up getting braces. She would have <laughs> won. Right? I'm confused. Yeah. And yeah. then even I remember there's an episode where a girl did not want to shave her hair. I think her name was Jade and she had like really nice curly hair. And when they do the makeover, she wanted Jade to like shave off her head. And Jade was like, no, I'm not doing this. Um, but she ended up doing it. And Tyra was like, the only reason why I made you do that, because I needed you to know that you are like beautiful without your hair. Like stop hiding behind your hair. You have such a beautiful whatever. So, yeah, I don't I don't know. Tyra has an odd way of being a teacher. I'll say that much. Her, her practices don't sound healthy. Right? <laughs> or, or premeditated. They seem very like, maybe, it, it seems like she says these things and then goes, yeah, what I really meant was. <laughs> it's like she shaved it. her head and the girl I'm didn't look good you. and she's like, See, I I, just I always knew you were beautiful underneath that. 
what, are, what were you so mad about? <laughs> like, you know how the girl didn't look good at all? I'd love to see that. That would oh be amazing. Um, Norm, how's your week been? It was chill. I hung out with my mother and my my nephew. Same deal. Kept it simple. How's mom's back? Oh, uh, yo, man. I had a scare. My mom's got a fever. Uh-oh. And I was freaking out. Uh-oh. And the next day she was better. But I had to check her temperature. Her temperature was through the roof. She was like mm-hmm. 38.5. I think like 37. Like one, one small degrees higher is like a big difference, right? From like the regular, I guess, minimum fever temperature. But so I was freaking out. But aside from that, like nothing really, man. I've been keeping it simple. Same deal. Wow. That's, mm-hmm. yeah, no, that's especially during these times. Like I was sick for like half a night and i was freaking out (laughs) like half a night this shit's like it'll give you some ptsd some paranoia some like like later on when we get sick like i feel like it's gonna trigger something to back thinking back to this time and like trying to i'm gonna die yeah you know what i mean and like that can raise people's blood pressure like imagine being old for the next year being an old person for the next year the world's mm-hmm. kind of scary going outside, mm-hmm. which will mean a lot less racism on the streets, folks. Let's just <laughs> let's look at the positives here. Huh? <laughs> All the old white people know they don't believe this is going on, so they be in the streets. Oh my God! Hey, are you guys seeing white people protesting science? <laughs> <laughs> they will. They are protesting science in these streets, like. I mean, in droves, they're aggressive. I've never mm-hmm. seen policemen so patient. People are pushing them and screaming in their faces. When black people are singing boys to men in the streets, they get shot. Like, this is, it's, it's pretty nuts. There's, there's videos of police officers handing out freaking masks. Masks to- in the park? Yeah, and then... People getting but then black people getting beat up in and arrested in subway stations in New York when all they all they had to do was hand them a mask. You don't have to be mad that they're out. Yeah, like it's 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 crazy. And then somebody I see somebody say uh, the white people are thinking this is like the civil rights movement that that's what they're protesting for. The Corona rights movement. (laughs) Like nigga, no, shut the fuck up. Well, speaking of Corona rights movement, yo, it is Cinco de fucking Mayo, ese. Where's the tequila? We should have had had the tequila shots on deck or tacos at least. We slipped. I had breakfast tacos. Tacos too, girl. I had breakfast tacos. (laughs) Tacos yesterday, wraps today, same thing. No, it's not. No, it's not. not the same. (laughs) The soft taco shell. No, no. no. Maybe she's a soft taco. No, no. Like actual, not old El Paso, whatever, soft tortillas. I'm talking actual real stacked tortilla shells that you buy that you got to warm up on your own. Yes. Yeah. Maybe Put it in that container. Yeah. Like Dempster's ass, flatbread, bullshit, wannabe shit. Like, no, you need the good ass tortilla. I think I just figured it out for Norm. I just figured it all out for Norm. Holy shit. You ready for this, Norm? You fucking Let's ready for this, bro? It. Let's hear it. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. A food truck 
that does stand up. Hey. Talk to me. Come on. Oh, come on. Shit. Talk to me. Come oh, on. Talk shit. to me. Oh shit. Come on. Talk a to me. Up, a pop up. Are you Don't dumb? even have to be a food truck. It could be just a pop up. It's not even called the the laugh truck. Hey. Mm. You it's need to get the last truck. I like when it. When we done with this, you need to go and you know. Yeah, you better find them permits. I need to see you at Nathan Phillips Square, <laughs> right beside them hot dog niggas, the ice cream folks. We need it, yo. We need some more variety at Nathan Phillips Square, dog. Yo, there's a, there is some prime real estate being taken up by these crusty hot dog youths, dog. Yo. Fam, why don't we like LA is LA is booming with food trucks. Booming. There should be a doubles cart everywhere on every Bro. Let's go. At least a patty truck. Like how's there how diverse we are in this city? Our lack of food truck options are very slim. You know a city that's got really popping food trucks is actually Portland. They have like these food truck areas they're like throughout wow. the city and they're open regular like on the weekends and stuff like that and it, apparently it's like a really big um, the only place we see them. food trucks out here is rib fest and it's yeah. all ribs rib fest beer fest and yeah, I, any like, fest yeah mm -hmm. that's when you're gonna see the food trucks where are those niggas during like just regular times like mm -hmm. you're telling me no no one wants to take the risk that i see an opening there i'm just saying there's no way you so, can tell me that those people can buy up those permits and have like first dibs on those permits every month. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's nuts. And there's still space for them to put food trucks. Like, especially during the times where there's no celebration things going in, in the middle there, there's a huge open space and just this empty stage just sitting yeah. there for days. Like utilize mm -hmm. that. That's crazy. The city's missing out on dollars, fam. Get your coins up, bro. I'm not sure because I was really interested. There's a, a movie on Netflix that's about like food trucks and I absolutely loved it. I don't remember what it's called. So I started like asking people about food trucks because I was like, dang, maybe that's what I could do. I can make a food truck. And I, I heard that it's actually really expensive and like not the easiest process to start. Definitely not easy because your food, first of all, I think it would be easier in Toronto just because mm -hmm. of the lack of like publicity on the ones that do exist right now in mm -hmm. terms of variety. Like I'm not talking the hot dog ones or any of that. Like I don't know any food trucks out here that are like the talk of the town. You know what I mean? Like usually mm -hmm. each city at least has one food truck that's like, man, yeah, that place always has a line. Like no matter what, you're going to see a line there. And I, just, I really feel like Canadians, if you put a food truck out there in the winter, Canadians, if, it's, if the food's good enough, especially in Toronto, these niggas love lines. They don't care where it is, outdoors, <laughs> indoors, they will stand in that line, bro. And the city shuts down the food trucks in the winter. Like, you just, you just can't get it. So There's only certain places food trucks can actually post up. So That too. That too. So limited that they don't even, it doesn't make it worth it for them to own one because the city doesn't allow them to make maximum profit. Like, Whereas mm -hmm. you can go anywhere and post up. You know what I mean? Like, why haven't they made a space over at Harbor Front somewhere for, some, for something for like, like that? For like a regular, like a weekend. Yeah. Or even, 
But even like even under the highway. The week, no, but even during the week, if it's an area where there's a lot of businesses, like that's a dope way to get the employees out. Exactly. To, you know, um, I googled how to start a food or it's how to start a food truck in Toronto 101. Mm. And they said if you want a motorized refreshment vehicle, <sighs> it's a thousand thirty dollars for the first year. That's a license license, and then six ninety for renewals after for that. a year. Not that much. A thousand dollars for the year? Yeah. And then That's cheap. you have to have like a propane license, which I think is around fifty dollars. And maybe it's just like the truck part that's the most expensive. Getting the truck and making sure that's all food safety regulated. I don't know. But I don't like even that is like just standard restaurant stuff. Like Yeah. You know but the I thing mean? is like you can't have it open twenty like yearly, right? So realistically how how we'd have it open from maybe May till September. And I guess they would have to make enough profit in those months. May to October, to I would it... say. May to October. Because Halloween mm-hmm. is when winter starts every year. Like there's either freezing rain or it just the temperature just <laughs> drops. After mm-hmm. Nuit Blanche, everything lock off. So it's like the only way they make money is through like we really survive off of catering and like private things when people book the whole truck to come in and stuff, bunch of food for weddings. Them. Like weddings. you know what I mean? You know much that's like the trend now out in Cali is you do your yeah. wedding and get an in and out truck waiting after <laughs> for you at the reception. At the reception, like the after, like yeah. after the dinner, the after exactly. party part. Exactly. <laughs> And there's, they have the pictures of the bride and eating her in and out in her gown and shit. Like, mm-hmm. it's a thing to get these food trucks. I went to a wedding. I just did a wedding last summer. And there was a food truck outside serving fucking patties and doubles. And I was like, okay, hey. this is lit. And it's like, man, I don't think, I think it could be, it could, it could get could pulled be, off, It could man. be work. And it could work. Like, you really just have to have a good concept. Maybe, like, it's extra gravy. <laughs> Maybe like extra gravy or something, you know? Like Let's maybe go. like an extra gravy. Truck. <laughs> My friend does renovations on those trucks. Oh, okay. 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 Oh, he'll pimp that motherfucker out, huh? <laughs> okay. We see you like gravy in your gravy, so we gave you extra gravy with your hey. gravy. In turn, meet your mic. Um, <laughs> 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 I was like, that's not Norm. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah my oh, week was pretty huh what were you saying i totally forgot this is so random mm. but the most eventful thing of my week was i had to i had to kiss a pig nipple what yeah. the fuck <laughs> I, I was playing 2k with my cousin um so we bought a sheet of pig skin for his dog um, so like a treat, right? Like pig ears, pig skin. You buy that for your dogs at the butcher. And there was like a nipple. There's some nipples on this pig sheet of skin. And my cousin and I, we're just, we're hunting. We just, we just cut it out, put it in a plastic bag, a little baggie. And we're like, yeah, son, nipple bag of funk. Who wants nipple bag? We're just, just being dumb, stupid, right? And um, and it's been sitting in his, in, in his apartment for the past two weeks. So when we started playing 2K, he's like, yo, man. Wait, hold on. Oh, wait, hold on. What's been sitting in his apartment for two weeks? Just a little nipple, cut out nipple in a, in a, in a baggie, like a dime bag, and a, a nickel bag, except it was a nipple bag. Was it in like a fridge? 
Yeah, it was, it was just it was just in the, it was just in the fridge, just like a little. Oh, okay, so it was in the fridge, not well, just I mean, sitting around his house. I mean, it's actually it's sometimes it would be on the countertop. <laughs> sometimes he just take it out just to fucking. No, he'll, it, it's 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 this running joke now where it's like, yo, <laughs> it's pink nipple. We got pink nipples out here. What you need? What you need? <laughs> so like. Every time he's on Yo, the phone. quarantine is going too long. <laughs> 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 it sounds like a shrunken head episode of Goosebumps. <laughs> no, but check it. It, 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 it. I know it sounds stupid, but we're finding so much humor in this, like, pig nipple because everybody's like, what the fuck? Everybody that looks at it, like, what are you guys doing with a pig nipple? But anyhow, we start playing 2K, and he makes the base. Like, if you win, I give you 50 bucks. If you lose, you got a French kiss to pig nipple, right? <laughs> I was like, nah, man. If any of us lose, you got a French kiss to pig nipple. <laughs> I fucking lost. I was. You should have found a way to. How win. much did you lose by? No, but it was it was one of those things where we were going into the fourth quarter. I had momentum, but mm -hmm. his girl came over. And oh we, shit, his girl came over. You know that's the sensu bean right there, brother. Can't lose now. So like when his girl came over, now I'm like, oh my god. Like, well, not only that, it it it, it stopped the flow of the game. He went downstairs. There was a crackhead that my cousin had to fight off. Oh he was man, bothering her. Got so you out of your groove. 10, 15 minutes later, I'm like sitting there waiting, like, yo, can we finish this goddamn game, bro? And then he fucking just <laughs> me from behind. Was he winning at the start? Aww. Girl is freaking like tormenting me too, like, yeah, you got the city. Here you got the city. <laughs> he starts, hey. what's, the, what's this 24 clock? 29, 4, 23, 22, 20. Wow. Like, down, I'm like, yo, I'm a. Bro, you need to talk to your girl. Yeah, right? this guy got 2K cheese. 2K no, cheese is a different type oh, of anger. And I even told her, I said, I apologize if I was out of line, but that's the only time I will allow myself to get angry because I'm passionate about this game, which is why I don't play it too often because I get too serious. Yeah, so no. You were out of line by even coming and interrupting this game. So for you to say chill, you need to chill and back the fuck up because it's your fault that this is all happening. I was just like, yeah. Anyhow, I had a Christmas goddamn. This guy really, <laughs> really, really felt passionately about this. Right. I'm telling you that 2K anger hit different, man. Like 2K FIFA. The, there's any games, man. FIFA. If one bad goal, one goal that I've, I deem in my mind didn't make sense happens, that's it. Just you're gonna score like seven or eight on me because I'm pissed. <laughs> when I start playing pissed, I can't play properly. I can't play properly. Well, that's why you know when you're like, okay, double or nothing, double or nothing. Yep, yep. So uh, like the double down was high. Now you even more. Yeah, you just man. gotta take a shot. Oh Jesus Christ, that's gross. Well, yeah, I'm winning. I'm winning the whole game. And then fuck. That's... In the last few minutes. You did not have that MJ mentality. Oh, Ooh, is that a segue? <laughs> <laughs> she put her hat on her chin too, like. <laughs> um, have, did you guys watch the new episodes? What do you think? I've watched five. Oh my god! Yeah. Who watches just one of the episodes? I didn't have time. I tried to do it before this. You didn't have time. <laughs> You're up till 7.30 This girl remembered at 4.30. Wow. 
She's like, oh shit. I was like, oh dang, those episodes. I completely, I don't even know why I forgot last night to watch it. What were you watching last night? Oh, I started watching Dave. Have you guys ever seen Oh Dave? yeah, that's why. No, I yeah. heard it's really good. I heard it's really <laughs> it's good. And I've and I I listen, if I can find it, I need to look for the tweet. I said like years ago, I'm like, this guy needs to just go do stand up or acting because mm-hmm. rapping is cool, but he's he's too much like weird at Al Yankovic, but actually clever. Mm-hmm. F- like for me to keep him in the rap realm i won't take him seriously no but i watched an interview recently with uh sway it's an older interview but i watched it recently and he was talking about the show mm-hmm. and i ended up seeing it the other day so i was like let me just check it out let me see what it's about and it's funny i'm like sitting in my room cracking up i'd be like yo this nigga like <laughs> just dying like <laughs> screaming shit out by myself um it's a hilarious because it's like where do you watch hilarious it? Where am I watching it? Yeah. Uh, Mr. World Premiere or whatever. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, it's on there the whole um, season so far. I forgot about that site. Wow. Wow, yeah. I haven't been on that site since my ex. (laughs) That's why we used to watch Love and Hip Hop. (laughs) And Power. Go back to watch Dave. I'm telling you, it's really funny. That's how I used to watch Love and Hip Hop and Power is Mr. World Premiere (laughs) Premiere. Um, Mm -hmm. Wow. The MJ. What'd you do this week, though, Marlon? What'd you do this week? Me this week? I didn't do shit, but argue with um people in my email back and forth freaking revised contracts over i hate a revised contract man because i only get three free documents to sign on hello sign a month (laughs) i gotta use a different you know you can sign them on adobe like adobe pdf who doing all that it's like hello sign got my inputs already (laughs) i just press m marlon palmer boom I put no, signature it saves and it on PDF too. Oh, does it? Yes. How do you do that? You can you can when, write and print on PDF. You know that, right? Marlon? I don't know what PDF. I would like. Okay, I know so, what a PDF is. I know it's a file extension. And I know that I get stuff with it sometimes. But so you're how on do a, I turn it into a PDF? Okay, when you're on a Mac, mm-hmm. you'll go to your email. You'll get like a PDF. Somebody will sign you the PDF. Yes. You download it. Cool. You open it from your actual file okay. and it will open and it'll be like Adobe Reader PDF. Mm-hmm. And then um, in the top or something like that, it will like show you where the signature is. And you pretty much press that. Then you like do your signature. It'll save. And all you do is like paste it. Every time you have a new contract, you'll open it up and you'll just paste it. See, but I'm not good with the signature with the mouse. It look, it look all squiggly. And not like me. <laughs> not like my real signature and then i'm just you know how you when you're in in uh like grade six and you start yeah. writing your signature you just write that shit like 20 times 30 million times on a paper that perfected it for me i got it you know i, I got, it. You, I gotta, got it you gotta perfect the digital one now mine evolved has your signature evolved or has it always been the same it's the same fucking shit <laughs> mine evolved what i mean evolved i don't mean i've changed it I mean, the way I write it has changed. So before, you could clearly and legibly see M. Palmer. Clearly. Clear as day. Mine is just like A. Yeah. (laughs) Now it's just M. It's just, but you know the shape is there. The silhouette is there. (laughs) It's not. No one would be really able to, you know, be be able to distinct 
see a distinct letter. They just see the M, the P, the squiggle, but that's all that matters. Yeah. But in the future, if anybody was to like dispute, like, oh, what does this actually say? No one will know how to decipher it. Yeah. I guess I can slow it down and do it properly and show where but it really why? came from. But why? <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it this way so I could be famous and do it quickly. <laughs> you know how long it took me to come up with a signature because I'm like, oh, I'm gonna be famous one day, and you know I gotta do one that's People quick. People gonna ask for my autograph. Yeah, yeah, I gotta do it. I gotta do one that's quick, not too long, not too complicated, and so my wrist doesn't get hurt too crazy because I'm gonna be signing thousands. <laughs> <laughs> man, man, oh man, I used to do crazy things with my agenda. How many times have you signed? How many times have I signed? Yeah, signed an autograph for somebody. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I have no idea. A lot. Like twice? A lot. No, a lot. <laughs> no, um, I've only done like twice. I'm like, why do you want my signature? Remember, like, <laughs> you want a selfie? Like, <laughs> I learned very early on that the signature, the autograph doesn't mean much. It's like for some people, it may mean um, the world and you can tell who those people are. Mm -hmm. And then for some people, excuse me. It's, uh, oh, I saw somebody get his signature. I should get his signature. And they don't even necessarily know who you are. So, like, you know how taking the picture is now the new s s autograph? Yeah. Like, taking the picture, sometimes people see you taking pictures with two or three people. And now they're mm -hmm. like, yo, I should take a picture with that person. And then ask somebody later who he is. And then now <laughs> I have clout or whatever the case may be. And it's just super weird. So, I, like... I don't know. I just don't put much stock in it. Um, majority of the people that really fuck with me have never asked for an autograph. And I can tell. Like, you know, you could just tell through conversation who's, like, paid attention to your stuff, who's invested, who's, like, has opinions on things you do. Like, it's just different when you talk to somebody. And I find that with majority of the podcast listeners, to be completely honest, like, I've been on the YouTube space, the Instagram space, the Vine space, like Twitter, all that stuff. Podcasts, when people who have listened to the podcast come up to me and talk, we talk. Like, we have a conversation. It's yeah. not, uh, yo, you're that that guy. Oh, man, cool. Run off. Like, it's a, yo, it's man, I love what you guys are doing with the podcast. I love this. I love this. Yo, you guys need to do this, though, if you guys want to elevate like, I've had conversations like that with, with people who listen to the podcast who just want to see us do better. Like, they'll, they'll say, like, yo, if you did this or tweak that, then mm -hmm. everything will come together. And it's just like, it, you can tell it's love. You know what I mean? It's, it's a lot different. Because they're so invested. Like, if you think about it, they're spending three hours a week mm -hmm. just, like, getting into people's business and stuff like that so they form some type of attachment so mm -hmm. it's definitely a different relationship compared to someone just seeing you via instagram or whatever and we're also transparent on this too like mm -hmm. we're more transparent than any other platform sorry norm what did you say so we talk all our shit we let it out <laughs> all out so yeah. people let know us too yeah right? exactly we do because we, we one told them a lot of shit that we, you know i tell my closest friend you know, certain certain things I don't tell people because I know I don't know them like that. I'm still telling it to strangers right now. Yeah. <laughs> I think for me, I, as a as comedian, I noticed that a lot of comedians, that they, they, it seems like they talk about literally everything. Mm -hmm. And 
I recognized that as a skill early on because not everybody can do that. And like, just like, it's almost like the uh, eight mile thing where it's like, oh, I'm gonna say all my shit and you can't say any of it to use it against me because I put it out there first. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? And um, for me, I've also learned that like, like even not necessarily L's, but just things you're going through sometimes if you, if you put it out there, uh, you can get perspective on it, not necessarily get better mm-hmm. from it or whatever, but you can at least get perspective on it. And sometimes it's like things you think you're the only one thinking, but you could put it on Twitter or we could talk about it on the podcast and someone could be like, yo, I thought it was just me. Like that's, yeah. I love seeing those comments. I thought it was just me. Comments are like the <laughs> best because it's like, sometimes when you see them, you're like, how could you possibly have thought that was just you? But then there are things you think about that are, you think is just you that millions mm-hmm. of people think about, you know what I mean? So, yeah, there's a lot of times where we'll have situations in life. It doesn't matter who it is. And we always have like the, woe is me. Like this is happening to me, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. And I do think it's a beautiful thing when you're able to share on whatever platform and there's, there's somebody else that reaches out like, Hey, I'm going through this too. And like you sharing this has helped me with my whatever. Yeah. So it's such a beautiful thing actually. And have you gotten fan mail before through your radio works? Have I gotten fan mail? Like physical? Well, email, fan mail. Like, cause yeah. they do physical fan mail. As much. There's some people that will send stuff to like the radio station. That's dope. Like from prison and stuff like that. They're, they used to send some of the other personalities like letters from prison. Um, and Or they'll tell like their people on the outside to like text us or whatever the case may be. But I get like a lot of DMS. Um, most of the time it's just like DMS on Instagram from people. They'll either be like, yeah, I listened to you and I heard you say X, Y, and Z. And I'm doing that too. Um, but yeah, I definitely have that connection with some people. Some people are just creeps and I just don't fuck with them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of creeps and flow, I got to tell you something. Uh, after this podcast, it's very, Uh-oh. very alarming. After the pod. Very alarming things that were brought to my attention. Uh-oh. Uh, Juicy. Yeah. That I don't think is my place to, to deal with it. Um, but I will, yeah. Okay. We'll talk Ooh, offline. Lord. Lordy, lordy, <laughs> lord. Um... What were we talking? Oh, yes, MJ. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know how we do? Okay, uh, intern, we, we see the toy. We see, oh, Jesus You're going to bring it up every, every episode week. now. Just because we all have been this spot. boy kissing plastic for the screen. Put the, put the toy down. Oh, my goodness. Still in, still in its original casing. It is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I can sell this. I can sell this. <laughs> you it probably could sell it. Value because of the documentary, See? literally. Hey, hey, but you're not selling that. You're I'm not, not selling, selling that, that shit. See, exactly. Um, man, riveting two episodes. Uh, some really dope, dope, dope material in there, including the dream team. Fucking hell, that dream team, man. <laughs> Just reminded of greatness. Now I already knew that practice story. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
like a reminder, but then the the new details and the new nuances. At oh the end, God! Oh, the stories you want to hear over and over. Oh again. my God! I'm gonna watch this documentary a million times. I don't think you understand. Oh, when the full thing yeah. drops, I'm watching it. I'm taking an entire day, ten hours, and yeah. just watching it full through because this is fucking to crack to me. Mm-hmm. Yep, this is crack. Um, hearing well, about they play a lot of like relatable NBA clips that weren't on the actual Last Chance or Last Dance, but they're all relatable clips that bring you back to those eras. Yeah, so I'm just I'm just diving, man. It's so, so good. crazy, man. Like, especially when they're showing the commercials. I was just brought down memory lane, the oh. Gatorade commercial. I was like, yo, this guy really was on. T- like, when you're a kid, you know Michael Jordan is it. But, man, you don't realize how on top of the world this guy really was. Like, yeah. It, and, and to be like, I'm not going to say the first because obviously Magic and, and Larry, but. I mean, really, the first he did something different basketball though. guy. Like when they said that, oh, why are you gonna have him fucking doing commercials? He's not a tennis player. That <laughs> blew my mind. That tennis players were the marketing dollars <laughs> at a point in time because I get it. In in that time, you had way more superstar tennis players at once. Mm-hmm. You had Andre Agassi, Pete Sampras. Uh, you had uh, Monica Sellis. You had, there's so many different tennis players that were like huge. Like superstars. Superstars, right? You had John, was it John McEnroe? Yep. Who's, who's now narrating <laughs> that new show on uh, on Netflix. What is it called? Uh, Never Have I Ever. Have you guys seen that? Oh, that's him? Yeah, I yeah. watched it. And he's talking at the start and he's like, I'm, that's me, John McEnroe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That show, by the way, <laughs> it's it's a beautiful train wreck. Like it's, I know it's really bad, but I cannot stop watching it. It's because it's so good. <laughs> it's like it, the it, the whole show sounds like a dad trying to be cool. Like they use every internet word possible in the first two episodes of the show. <laughs> Lit, shooketh, like. So much shit. It was hilarious. But anyways, back to MJ. Um, yeah, man. Just seeing that the difference in what they deem as marketable now compared mm-hmm. to the early nineties, it's like night and day. Like night mm-hmm. people I don't even know that many people that watch tennis now, to be completely honest. It still has a huge audience, but yeah. I don't know a lot of people that just sit that just even just t- bring up tennis in conversation. You know what it I mean? It might be like the older demographic. Yeah. And now basketball has grown exponentially since Michael Jordan. Like, think about if MJ had China the way basketball has China now. Like, mm-hmm. China wasn't on basketball like that at that time. Yao Ming wasn't yeah. here yet. You know, like, Jeremy Lin Sanity didn't happen yet. So it's like... And he's the one that planted the seeds for that to grow and happen. Mm-hmm. Well, mm. I guess, I guess it's a good thing that he wasn't huge over there because then how else would he get the shoes made? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. Oh my god! Isn't that how he? Am I mistaken on? Was I? Was I off on that? 
know, it's Nike. They, they made it. That's a fact. I'm just saying, yeah. if the heat was there, you know, the, it wouldn't. Where is he going to do it? And maybe the Jays wouldn't have came out as nice. No, man. Something I feel, to think about. I feel Jordan was just like so big everywhere already that like Fire. there's no star like him in like the, the the baseball had Bo Jackson, you know, but barely had hockey had <laughs> football had Bo more than baseball had Bo. Let's be real. That's right. facts. Hockey had Wayne Gretzky, Mario Lemieux. Remember that old show All Stars with Bo Jackson, uh, Wayne Gretzky, and Michael Jordan? Yep. It was a cartoon. Yep. Was three. Yep. yep. That was a time when like guys were like baseball athletes were like real superstars. Yeah, like They're on cereal All-Stars? boxes, there was toys made of them like that it's- would sell out. Like you're talking to Michael Jackson fucking action figure that would sell out. Mm-hmm. Like think of a LeBron action figure selling out these days. Like <laughs> highly unlikely. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I feel like the nineties, especially in terms of marketing, I don't think there was a better time. <laughs> like no, I don't man. think there was a better time. Like when you all time high. And everybody was just like ready to eat, ready to buy, ready to spend. It's crazy. It's like when you became an artist or an actor or an athlete, they would bring you into a room and be like, All right. Here's what we got planned. Uh, we're going to be making you a toy. Here's your toy. This is you. Um, it comes with accessories, all the things they love seeing on you. Um, we're going to schedule a photo shoot with Vogue, uh, InStyle, uh, Teen Pop. Like There are so many places you just see the same people over and over again. New kids mm-hmm. on the block, I saw them fucking everywhere. Mary yeah. Kate and Ashley, <laughs> I saw them everywhere. Like it, Ninja Turtles, everywhere. I remember, tur- remember Turtle Mania? Do you yeah. remember Turtle Mania? Like the Ninja Turtles were, like even adults were going crazy over Ninja Turtles mm-hmm. at a point in time. Like it was, it was super wild. And fun fact, Ninja Turtles' first uh, comic book got sold in the Silver Snail. Is that what it's, it was called? Remember that comic book store that used to be at Queen and, yeah, yes. and Peter? Yeah. Uh, what was it called? The Silver Snail or something like that? It, they had the first copies of Ninja Turtles sold in that store. Really? Ever. Like, I think they sold sent wow. them like nine copies, and it was Toronto in that history. Stores. Toronto history, man. We're fucking out here. Out here. Intertwined. We baby. We've been here. Intertwined, cuz. Um, it, was, it was definitely a different era of the superstars, and it's just... There's obviously megastars now. It's just, they don't have as much, I don't know. It's weird. It's just different. Yeah. They have more impact because they're more touchable now because of social media. And we get like more of a behind look at who they are, but they're just different. Definitely. As far different. as marketing and, and merch goes, it's not as overblown. As yeah. It, it's toned down, that's for sure. Yeah, that, that's not where you're making your money per se. Definitely not. People have caught on there. We don't need all that. No, that's, that's well, no, actually, what am I saying? Merch is definitely what's what's keeping them afloat. What's keeping them Their making money? Their own personal merch, merch, I think. Because it depends on who you're talking about when it comes to merch. Merch mm-hmm. for Kanye just made him a billionaire. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, merch for, for Drake apparently might have made him a million a billionaire. We'll talk about that album in a second, that mixtape in a minute. 
Like, well, merch where like fan, like, you know, when companies just start printing out. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like your own something that you actually create. It's different compared to you just partnering with like with like Walmart. Remember when Nicki Minaj did the partnership with like Kmart or some shit? Yeah, like Target did that even like that. do anything? No, yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> that was bad. And though. the only lucrative like partnership like that was Beyonce and Target. Beyonce, Beyonce she- and Target had something. Yeah, don't you remember when she did that music video in Target? Special. She did like a special remember. performance, and then she showed up to a Target and like paid for everybody in the store. That was in Walmart, wasn't it? Nah, it was Target. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of Beyonce. Beyonce. Easy there, don't, don't pull the muscle. Let's talk about B's verse on this. Hips tick tock when I dance. On that demon time, she might start her OnlyFans. You just gonna stop it? Yes. Yes, we need to revisit that line. Bars. We need to revisit that line. Hips tick tock when I dance. On that demon time, she might start an OnlyFans. Of course you know the whole fucking verse by now. <laughs> I rated, I rated. I did. <laughs> Hips tick tock when I dance. On that demon time, she might start her OnlyFans. That's bars. Hips tick tock when I dance. On that demon time. The fact that Beyonce was in a demon time with the rest of us at the filth. Ah. Yeah. Ah. She, she was stabbed through the quarantine radio. Ah. She was like, ooh, oh, you know that girl hold when on. she was. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yes. When that girl was, uh, yeah, doing whatever with that big old worm, Beyonce was in there like, ooh, ooh maybe I should child. try this. <laughs> She's like, I, I can try that. Like I'm this. a survivor. <laughs> Yo. Beyonce, fact that she, Beyonce even knows what OnlyFans is lets me know. First of all, Beyonce be on the timeline. <laughs> Beyonce be on the timeline. Um, the fact that she knows what Demon Time is, uh, I think she just caught Jay Z watching it. I don't think, I don't think Beyonce <laughs> was up at two a.m. waiting for D- Demon Time. Dog, come on, are we are we being real right here? Well, Beyonce? I mean, technically, if she's in the L.A. time, then. Oh. See what you did there. Mm-hmm. What you did there. Interesting. So her demon time might just be like regular late night. Oh, you're saying that's a regular thing for B. It's regular <laughs> it with is, the so. filth. I, I think that Beyonce is a very freaky girl. 
Hold on. When, Very what time freaky is, girl. Never heard of mama. Sorry. Go ahead. Considering your sleep time, Alicia, what is your demon time? What is demon time? I'm an angel, honey. You see this? Maybe she's just a clown. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm just goodness. an angel. Lie again. Lie <laughs> again as the horns grow out of your forehead. Wow. That isn't baby. Those aren't baby horns. Those are horns. <laughs> <laughs> Using that a toothbrush on her horns. I do not know what demon time is, okay? I wanna see some real ass, baby. Here's your chance. I say left cheek, right cheek, drop a load and swing. Texas up in this thing. Put you up on this game. I'll be talking to my friend. Gang, 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 gang. If you don't jump to put jeans on, baby, you don't feel my pain. Don't give me hype. Write my name in ice. I argue with these lazy bitches. I just take my price. I'm a boss, I'm a leader. I pull up in my two seater and my mama was a savage. Now let's talk about Beyonce and her rat bag because <laughs> this is she really good. Like it's really good. It is. <laughs> like why can't when is she gonna fuck up, man? This is crazy. <laughs> this never. is nuts. <laughs> this woman is unstoppable. <laughs> She's an android. It doesn't make sense. How can someone make so many right moves? This is a, like, this is, a, we talk about Drake's run. Mm -hmm. Cool. Beyonce's run? Yeah. Dog. Beyonce's run something serious. It's like she's been doing it since she popped out of Mama, like Mama Tina. This is nuts. She's really had a role. This is nuts. When is she going to miss? <laughs> She's got to miss eventually. It's Beyonce. Has she had one flop? Like, has, it, has there been one? What's, like, the one falter she's ever I think, like, the most floppiest thing she's ever done is, like, her acting. <laughs> like, yeah. That's really it. Yeah. Yep. And it's not it's even not that bad. Like, it's, it's, it's not great. No. But it's not was bad. Yeah. Like, I've what seen about, much worse in every horror film ever. What about Darion Jeans? Not like that was very popular at that time. Was it I had, though? I had Darion Jeans. I was had a Darion sweater. Maybe you were out of style. No, I think in the States it was really Maybe popular. Maybe she's just a clown girl. This gonna bring back that House of Darion watch. House of Darion was trash. <laughs> Let's be very clear. I don't even wear woman clothing, and I know that shit was doo doo. How, why would you? It was like the same as like baby fat and stuff like that. Essentially, horrible. <laughs> yeah, horrible. That was and baby fat was catty wear back in the day. If a hey, ting was wearing baby it, fat, some it was a catty. I'm lying. I'm lying. Classy, but then it went catty. It went very catty very quickly because it got tacky. The clothes got tacky. You have like yeah. a fucking gold emblem shining on a black matte jacket with a fucking pink fur. Like, it's just weird. Just weird. Mm -hmm. Weird clothing. Simmons made it look so nice, and then when other girls would put it on, it would look so wet. Yeah, only Kamora looked good in her own shit. She knew what she was doing. She ain't slick. Mm. But Beyonce's run something serious, man. That's not even a joke. But let yo, man, congrats to Meg. Wow, she, did that. she was talk so about, hyped too. Talk about dreams to fruition. Like 
She's been talking about how she wants her collab to be with Beyonce. She mm-hmm. hasn't even put out an album yet. That's nuts. And honestly, she has a collab with Nicki too, which is really a good thing. Like people, I <laughs> shit. You got Nicki and Beyonce in a year. Damn, that's kind of nuts. That's like for me. Is it because <laughs> this is what I always I always question this? Is it that? I'm so good that I should be like I'm always I'm already welcome to the gates of greatness, mm-hmm. or is it that they know they need me? Ooh, talk about know, it, Marlon. Come on, let's be very real. Successful mm-hmm. people know how to stay successful, right? They know how to jump on. And if we're gonna do this, if we're gonna apply this theory to I don't know Drake. We should apply it across the board, right? Now, Beyonce, obviously, not even in the same realm when we're talking about um, the amount of times she's reached back, so to speak, mm-hmm. and jumped on a track with a younger artist. It's not something she normally does. So it's not like this is a practice of hers. We're not saying that. Mm-hmm. However... Who is the hottest female rapper in the world right now? Regardless, um, regardless well, of numbers. Yeah, uh, Megan definitely has. She took over last year with her whole hot hot girl, girl summer. Everything. Yep. It was hot girl from spring <clears throat> to winter. It was even before that. Ride the boat. Yeah. Ride the drive the boat drive was the boat, like yeah. the shit. I remember someone coming up to me in the club saying, "Yo, you drive the boat, drive the boat." I'm like. What the fuck are you talking about? You don't know Meg mm-hmm. the Stallion? And I'm like, word? Like, when I found out what it was, was, and I'm like, wow, it's out here like that. Like, this has become club talk. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, Meg's been hot and the hottest for a while now. Mm-hmm. Um, no pun intended. And it, especially if, let's say, if, just for theory, Beyonce's dropping something soon. Yeah. Who would it make sense to collab with the most? I think, I, I, although Beyonce, let's not get it twisted, does not need to collab yeah. with anyone. The thing with Beyonce is obviously she doesn't need anybody because she can drop something today and the internet will go in shambles. Like if, mm. if Meg did that feature with somebody else, nobody would give a fuck. Yeah. Right? Because we're all kind of like, we're all kind of over the song just because it yeah. got played out on TikTok. Um but I think that big artists that just know what they're doing, they know when to align with the right people. Like they wouldn't, she wouldn't, Beyonce wouldn't have aligned with, I don't know who's hot. That's like trash. Do you know what I mean? Like well, she I, knows that Meg can give quality content. I, I, and that's why. I definitely agree with that. I also think that it's the Houston connection. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they have established a relationship outside of music uh, prior mm-hmm. to this. Cause like, yeah. I'm pretty sure I've seen them in a birthday picture together. It was like New Year's. Oh, I New think, Year's, um, yeah. She got invited to their, their New Year's party or mm-hmm. whatever. That's when they first met. Yeah, so it's like she, they've clearly become friends of some sort. There's mm-hmm. a relationship there outside of music. And, and which, she's on Rock Nation management. Yep, that too. Uh, so, you know, it helps Hubby to jump mm-hmm. on the song and they like to keep everything in house. This was pretty sure. I'm pretty sure this was released on title first before it was released anywhere else. Um, 
And yeah, I do think that that Meg is the in to the younger girls. Um, yeah. Especially if we're talking about the beast that is TikTok. What would have been what would have been Beyonce's in to TikTok without creating a TikTok song, which she mm-hmm. wouldn't want to do as an intention. Just going off track record of Beyonce's music, she seems mm-hmm. to always write from the heart. Not aiming for radio, not aiming for, you know, certain accolades. She just makes the music, people receive it how they must, and that's it. So just given her track record. What would be Beyonce's way to get into the TikTok world without with it sounding like organic with and authentic it being and ar- not. exactly without That's especially it. when you jump on the biggest arguably the biggest TikTok song to date like other than that Ty Dolla so- Ty Dolla Sign song mm-hmm. and the Don't Rush Me challenge which is more so I would say Instagram than a TikTok song. Uh, that, that, sweet, that sweet sexy savage song is it. What are you saying, Norm? Even that weekend song, that eighties sounding joint, um, that dance like that's a one another big song that came out of TikTok. Yeah. Well, I mean, weekend will always be big, but that song will be even more because that that eighties dance to go with the song. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just think it, I just think there was. I'm not saying those are the reasons why Beyonce did it. I'm just saying that it would make it more enticing to do it knowing that it makes sense analytics wise as well in the end because there's no losing for beyonce on that aside from the track because if she didn't do well on the track then that would be the l which she's not gonna do she's gonna do well on the track right yeah because like you said we are we were already over the song like we had moved past it TikTok mm-hmm. was still doing the dances, but everybody was tired of it. I know so many mm-hmm. girls are like, if I hear sexy, s- sweet, sexy, savage, or whatever the fucking bougie, if, I, if they hear that one more time, they're going to lose their mind. So um, the fact that she brought it and gave it new life, yeah. like everybody was on the timeline just going off about the song. Mm-hmm. After just bad mouthing it. So it was like Yeah, we'd all be like, fuck that song, we over it. Oh my gosh, Beyonce's on the Savage yeah. remix. We love it. <laughs> but if she did trash, it would have been really yeah. bad. Cause it would have been like, yeah. wow, Beyonce couldn't have elevated that song. Like But the thing is, like I was listening was to it. I was listening to it today and I was like, this song is actually really good. It's really good. Like, Beyonce really did her thing. Like even Meg's new verses and stuff like that. So I'm like, I can't even be mad about this. That we're gonna have to listen to I'm a Savage for another year. It was it was fire to me. The beat doesn't sound like a beat that would ever think would be hot in this day and age. To me, it sounds like an old beat from the like you know, like an old nineties hip hop beat. But it still slaps, man. I'm I'm glad that the world is is turning to a sound like this. Yep. This is a really simple song without too much in it. You know what I mean? Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, OnlyFans has seen a spike in traffic following the shout out from Beyonce. Of course, everybody's uh, like, "Yo, Beyonce said I can get on OnlyFans." <laughs> I was hoping that fucking OnlyFans was uh, was on the stock market, <laughs> but it's a private company. Ah. Uh. 
Damn. You would have been like, I'm investing this whole $2,000 in it. So quickly, you have no idea. <laughs> so quickly. Um, but let's get into this, man. Let's get into this. Hey, Instagram. Hey, Instagram. The song I've been writing on for a few months. I don't know. I started writing it about family. Just came up now. So anybody feel any way about it? I don't give a fuck. Yeah. New Drake. Dark Lane demo yeah. tapes dropped. Lost you to the game, I gotta hug that. I was here when you was asking where the love at. Dip your finger in the bag to get your buzz back. I was wishing on a star when I was that. I've been fortunate enough to have it my way. I'm a fortune teller, listen to what I say. Remember when we used to park up in my driveway? I always told it how it was, I never shy away. This life is really something you get lost in. I know niggas that got famous and they bought friends. That only had yeah. half of they hard in. <laughs> it's hard to accept now, and it was hard then. But I treated you, you like gold, gold, I was all in. Spoiled rotten, they could smell you before you walked in, nigga. Running incense in your new apartment. But you got no sense when it comes to. Mm. Lost you to the mm. game, I gotta hold that. How you feeling, feeling in your soul since you sold that? that? I'll be better off without you, and we know that. Oh, you ain't looking at a nigga, you can hold back. Like I'm trying to show the waves. This, this is, is no cap. cap. You sold me up the river, but I, I rode, rode back. You put me on the road without a road map. I'm not trying to make no song. These are cold facts. Okay, Jersey. That boy in his Birkin. In his Birkin. How are you guys feeling about the new the new Drake tape, man? I mean, I be bumping it because it's Drake. I be bumping it because it's Drake. <laughs> Is that how the ladies feel? I be bumping it because it's Drake. No, well, first of all, I'm actually like really like I'm a Drake fan. Period. So I'm gonna listen to whatever he drops. Um, but yeah, like there's a couple of songs on there that I already liked from before. I know this one's them. your song. I know this one's your couple. song right here. <laughs> <laughs> This shit slapped no. different on the album. In the Listen, sequencing? It's not my song. On? In it's the sequencing? Song, but yeah, the it comes no on and I be doing the left foot. Like hey, 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 hey. This shit. Get me a little ass. I don't know why. I'm going to show you how to do it. It go right foot. Left foot slide. Right foot slide. Basically, I'm saying either way we about to slide. Now, this song with Chris Brown, Not You Too. I like it. I got so amped when I first started hearing Drake on it. Because I'm like, oh. Oh, we're getting in this bag? First time in a long time. Come take care of First time in a long time. Nigga getting in his R and Drizzy. I was like, okay. And I'm like, whoa. I realized, yo, hold on. Chris Brown on this? Chris Brown on this? I've never heard Chris Brown in a Drake 
paced bag. This is Drake's pace of R&B. This is Marvin's room. This is, you know, Take You Down remix. And then it just kept going like that. And I was like, where's Chris? Where? Is Chris? I don't know. He's on it. He's ad libbing in the back. You know, you know how Chris be doing. But where's Chris? Not a verse. It's not a no guidance. Not a hook. Not a bridge. Just a hook. Not even a, a, a talk in monologue. Baby, I'm sorry. Like none of that. <laughs> Nothing. When are we gonna get that boys to men, baby? I'm sorry. Be- on bended knee monologue back. We need that. <laughs> that on bended knee monologue might be top three ways to not apologize to your girl. Yeah. <laughs> I know you out there with that other guy, but please just come back home. Come baby. back home, baby. <laughs> I'm down here on bended knee. <laughs> Like you Nigga, you think I'ma marry your bitch ass after what you did? I hate you, Clyde. Oh man. Um this song with Playboy Cardi. Yeah, I don't what the fuck is this? <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm listening to Baby Geniuses. <laughs> this is nuts. Man. That was a good movie. <laughs> Great fucking movie. Yo. Number, and number two was lit. Don't even sleep. Number two, when they got in the agency, when the, when the fucking Russians took them shits, nigga. Oh, man, that shit was hype. Oh, man, shout out Baby Geniuses. What, what other show shouting out Baby Geniuses in this bitch? Followed by gunshots in this motherfucker. Um, I don't know if you guys knew this. You know it's Asian Heritage Month? Well, happy Asian <laughs> Heritage Month. Yeah. Hold oh, on, hold on. Orgy. Orgy. That's so random. We're talking about fucking... Huh? We got a month too, guys. You Asian guys, Heritage that's Month. That's a real thing? It is. So why isn't it highlighted more? Well, you want to know how I knew? Because uh, somebody heading the um, Asian Heritage Month, I guess, Spotify podcasts... Uh, promo that they're pushing. They're trying to highlight Asians within the podcast sphere. Hey, and I got so they're like, they got you. Hey, man, can hey. we can we can we post about uh, extra gravy? Of course you can. Big up to the Asian. Them. Big up the Asian community. Them. My God, I hit drops. I know y'all getting people corona and shit, but you know, it's all love. We still love you. We still love us. <laughs> Vietnam yeah. has reported zero cases in the last like 16 days or something like that. That's what's Zero up. cases. That's, hey, that's amazing. Um, the same They're cannot be said for really here. Well. Big what? Brother is effective out there. 
<laughs> apparently very effective. Um, yeah, man, I I, I like this mixtape. Um, it was decent. Uh, the timeline got into it this morning, as they Uh-oh. do over Drake. Always, as they do. Um, and like the conversation came up again about Drake and growth. Do you guys feel like Drake doesn't grow with each uh, album or project that he puts out? Of course he grows. He has to. Everything changes. He reaches a new plateau. He can't do the same exact shit. Even though he does remnants of it, he'll always like... Do you think he shows that in his music? Do you think he's growing musically? Not even just as a person, just musically. Oh, of course. Why do you say that? I think he adapts to the trends to new genres really well so wouldn't that be a type of growth um what are they looking some for, call exactly? it growth something that uh, other people call it um hopping on a wave uh people uh, be so fucking bitter clout chasing um culture vulture these are the words that get thrown around uh yeah. they say that he doesn't come up with anything himself he sees what's happening in the underground or the streets and then brings it to the masses and ruins it. Um, they say that they want growth in his lyrics. Um, someone I remember said uh, that she's tired of the toxic ex um, perspective in his music, mm-hmm. and hopes that he he finds a healthier way. He finds a healthier way to talk about it. And. In my head, I'm like, what if he's not a healthier nigga? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say maybe he ha- maybe he hasn't reached that per- that spot yet in his life. He hasn't gotten there yet. He hasn't been to therapy enough. Like, <laughs> like I don't. Yeah, I don't know. This is my thing. Is and when you say, oh, you just want the old Drake, they say, no, I just want him to grow. But it just keeps sounding like you want old Drake. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like. Drake even said in an interview once with Elliot that like, yeah, I get he gets it. People want you know that moment back. They don't necessarily want Drake back. They want that moment back. They want mm-hmm. that time that they were in their dorm room when they first heard Drake and they were in love it. with their girl in college and life just seemed you know right. And they mm-hmm. heard that song and it's attached to that moment. And now That's they can't true. attach Drake to a moment again. And it's very difficult for people to do that. Like, especially for artists, like once you're three, four, five projects in, do you know how difficult it is to have that, your album become a moment for someone that's been a listener, that been heard you, that been knew you for years now? That been seeing your dirt in the streets, like it's a lot. So I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like he's he's changing. If you want to call it growth, because some people, some most people um, equate growth to like getting better. Mm-hmm. Growing can always just mean like you can grow sideways, you can grow up, you can grow in many directions. But I feel like even in in um, that song, life is good. The most recent one that he just had with Future, yeah, mm-hmm. like, that to me was one of his softest songs. Like I was like, this seemed like he just knew you can get away with whatever you wanted to say, and you did that. But and seldomly do I feel like lyrically, um, Future will outshine Drake. You know, 
Mm-hmm. But now I was like, Drake, you ain't saying shit in this song. You know what I mean? I feel like even um, the Tusi slide, I feel like he's not saying much. Well, but the thing- is that both? I mean, I think he's changing. I don't know what to call that, though. Yeah. He's trying to be, he's trying to do some new shit. So I rate him for that. Well, this is the thing. I would say that I can understand their argument that between like nothing was the same and now there hasn't been giant leaps and bounds in his music. Yeah. Um I feel like the last really good experimental thing he did was Hotline Bling. And it's like I don't know if it's reaching a a certain point in superstardom or it's it's just where he's how he's gotten to where he's at. But I don't think that you can be Drake and um, not think about the business side mm-hmm. of it, especially when you're you're in a position to make a lot of money if you play your cards right. Yeah, it, it, anyone can say whatever, love for the art, blah blah blah. But when but you at the end see of the day, play, if you want to have longevity, you have to you have to serve your think demo. With a different side of your, yeah. your your brain. You don't become Drake just making music you love. Clearly, because mm-hmm. people who have made music they love only have never re- risen to those heights that he's at. Yeah, people who you do it purely for the ceiling. love. It, 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 there's only so far you can reach until you split your audience because now you're speaking on things that are controversial, things that are that don't align with your core demographic. And so, like, you lose people along the way. Look at Eminem after he spoke on Trump. After yeah. he drew that line in the sand on that BET freestyle, literally and figuratively, his, his demographic split. Yeah, he lost half his fan base. He, mm-hmm. his demo, and he said it in the verse, knowing good and well that now I'm going to speak on some shit that you're not going to like, and I know you're going to leave, but I'm okay with it, right? And Eminem could do that because guess what? Eminem been what Drake is right now for a while Yeah, in his world. Mm-hmm. In, in Eminem's world, he was Drake for a long time. But this and, is even like Jay-Z. Jay-Z can talk about politics and all that stuff now. Yeah, but if he did that younger, then he might not have been able to do it. He wasn't talking politics on Asia Izzo. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's it, if you see the opportunity, because the thing is, when you get richer, it's just there's so much more opportunities to make even more money that are allowed to you. Like, there's so much ways to invest and not even have to lift a finger to make money. And if you see that the buying audience and the most engaged audience, the one that promotes without any dollars thrown behind them is the young audience, the younger audience, the younger demographic. Why wouldn't you cater to that if you're, if you're the outcome is supposed to be income for you? You know what I mean? Like, you go one route and you split your audience and talk about all this real shit and lose out on possibly hundreds of millions of dollars or you stick with what's working, stay on top unscathed and someone has to beat you for them to be the number one or you got to quit. And the the latter is more likely. So why not do what I want to do, which is make money. You know what I mean? Like I think everyone thinks that, you have to love what you do and you only people who love what you do and love what they do and put their love into 
the arts and all the time art this art that i don't think that happens when you get to the level of drake man Nah, it's a it's about making sure your business is profitable for as long as possible and yeah. let's be very real what they really want is to drake for drake to talk on black issues and mm -hmm. social injustice and all these things but y'all don't even call drake black so yeah. it's like make it make sense mm -hmm. you you call he's black when you want to diss him for substance and and for uh the things he's not saying in his music but he's not black when he's doing everything else yeah and then on top of that let's be very real you guys remember childish gambino when he first started rapping what mm -hmm. his music sounded like Camp it's like days. night and day yep. it's night and fucking day compared sure. to childish gambino now it's not even close right and no. I can listen to child so easily now before it took me a while it was cringy thank you and it was whiny and it is annoying and it seemed like why are you complaining nigga? like mm -hmm. we get it you know what i mean like you know how logic they're like we get it logic you're black and you're white what else can drake talk about from the black experience other than being black and white and we all know that these people have something against mixed kids already like Back. let's not talk about let's not even like dive into the fact that that's a different type of racism and people act like light skins have all of these things handed to them when in reality everyone's talking about them in a negative manner like so many people i haven't seen positive talk on light-skinned people in probably the better part of a decade like Every aside time. from male Talk thirst, which it. is aside from male thirst, which is always going to be there because of media and what we've mm -hmm. been, you know, learned to think is beautiful and all that. Ray Tay Tay, I haven't seen anything positive about light skinned people in it's like years. It's like, it's like they're every time mm -hmm. something drops, like on Netflix, they're always like, there's light-skinned girls who are the main characters or the only ones yep. in the movies. They talk about mixed-ish. They had a problem with that. They talk about blackish not being black enough, black as fuck not being black enough. And for me, somebody who is mixed, like I understand why they want like somebody to represent them. And like, obviously like we need to be represented i'm not trying to take away from that um it's just to me sometimes it's just annoying because it's like it's only one side of the story like a lot when i was growing up i was i lived in a black neighborhood like that's how i grew up but i would always be told i wasn't black exactly and i had a white mom and it's like you guys like i was essentially scarred because now even in like my growing age and I'm trying to deal with that. There's certain things that I'm just like, Oh, maybe I'm not invited here because I'm not black enough. They don't yep. see me as yep. black enough. Right. Mm -hmm. See, like, and that, that like, that's a whole thing. It. That's a whole thing. And like, it's this constant, like, uh, telling of like, Oh, light skins have it so easy. Light skins have it so easy when really they only have it easy in like one arena and Weird. that's looks right mm -hmm. and that's for those who like their looks right aside from that everybody else is kind of gunning for them like i remember light-skinned girls majority of uh mixed girls that i know that were good looking always had it rough in school with other girls it was never yeah. with the guys it was always with other girls girls don't like me girls think i'm a bitch girls are saying this about me and they don't know them 
right? Mm-hmm. And it's always, and I, I recognized it earlier, it was always the girl that was pretty that even just, even if she just acknowledged it or looked like she put time into her looks, people would like purposely try to tear that girl down because like in their minds, they're thinking she thinks she's better than she is. And like even, let's even just talk about the people, the light-skinned girls who are taking these roles and mm-hmm. are doing these movies. You're talking about people who have dreamt their whole life of acting. Yeah. They've dreamt their whole life of becoming a movie star or an actor or a model. And now they've reached to the point where they can get it and they're being chastised because they're light-skinned. Because they were like mixed. Because they were, they were born, born this it, like. way from their own black people. Like I, I get go, going at the media and going at the powers that be who are putting these things in place. Mm-hmm. But to get at the girl that worked her whole life, went to college, sacrificed nights of sleep at her job. Like you don't know what these people have been through to get to that point. And you're just discrediting yeah. everything because she's light skinned. Her whole life had to be perfect. Like that mm-hmm. is a nuts thing to think. I think people well, mistake light skin privilege with white privilege far too often. It's not the same. Not, <laughs> not the same. One thing I I want people to like realize is that these girls who are in these roles, so like Zendaya and Yara, they are really talented. And at the end of the day, they preach blackness. They put on for But I feel like they even have to, they feel like they have to do so that. much. But I, I think that they're also like really like passionate about it no definitely 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 passionate about it but i feel like almost sometimes i feel like it's almost a light-skinned thing when you do recognize what's going on out here Mm -hmm. to like overcompensate for the privilege you feel that you hold now that you've been educated right Mm -hmm. so if like for example if we were if if the shoe was on the other foot and black people with our same understanding now of what it's like to be on this end of the spectrum, if everything were to flip and we were to one day recognize our privilege, you would do things, if you felt passionate enough about it, to change it, mm-hmm. you would do things to work on making up for that. Like, you, like how white people will overcompensate when they hate racism, when they identify their white privilege. Sometimes yeah. you'll you'll book people, you'll book white people being more mad at something racist than you are. And you're like, okay, like, I, like chill, I chill, get chill, it. Chill, chill. <laughs> but you don't, you don't live this life. You don't fully understand it. Yeah. You should not be angrier than I am about mm-hmm. this, right? And you can feel it. Like, that's not one of those things that's like all the time, but you can feel when it's like, all right, you're doing a bit much. I get it. You're not one of those white people. <laughs> like it's uh-huh. it's it's constantly that. So it's, I feel like the same can be said for light skinned girls when they recognize the privilege they have. Like I follow some light skinned girls on Instagram, for example, and the ones that you can tell have <laughs> educated on those type of things. Every mm-hmm. post is almost. I don't want to say talking down on themselves. But not, they're treading, they're being very mindful of not bigging up like themselves. Like offending. Like, you yeah. know how a caption usually is a girl like, oh, I'm the shit. 
Like, mm-hmm. oh, um, it's always, what are you doing? Never, here's a, here's a Rolex. Like, little things that, like, will show girls that, will show people watching the account that this girl thinks she is it. And that's fine. Like, she should. Look how good she looks. Whatever. But mm-hmm. these, these light-skinned girls will go on, I am not my hair. My hair has been taught. I've been taught to love my hair and that my hair is me. And like, they just go, every picture is that. Every picture is that. Like, not, there's not one picture where I can, where you can just be like, hey guys, <laughs> like, is every picture you have to talk down on what you've been taught to love about yourself through the mm-hmm. media. And I get it if you're an educator and that's like your field. I, but I see the overcompensation all the time. And I, I almost feel bad because I'm like, black people have made you feel like you can't just love yourself still mm-hmm. and not be boastful about it. Anybody boastful about their looks is usually going to be not looked at in the best light. Mm-hmm. That's just natural human things. You know what I mean? So if you're a good person, that should be all that matters. It's very yeah. odd. Um, I seen I seen a post when everybody was talking about black as fuck. Um and this girl, it was obviously talking about the fact that everybody's saying that there's not enough black people, like full dark skinned people that are in um, black as fuck. The girl said that there is a lot of programming available. A lot of people just pay attention to what they want to pay attention to. Mm. So they'll see that Kenya Barris is obviously doing something very similar over and over again, which is his bread and butter and it's working for him. But they're forgetting about other shows like Meet the Browns, The Last OG, Rel, Insecure, Boomerang, 20, Sisters, The Shy, Snowfall, Queen Sugar. They're all shows that have black women and men at like, like full dark skin. Do you know what I mean? At the core. That he's done. no, 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 he didn't do them, but like there's other oh, shows, oh, yeah, 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 shows yeah, yeah. out there that if that's what you really want to see, like there are, they are available, but a lot of people just focus their attention on mm-hmm. the ones that they absolutely don't like. Yeah, definitely. And it's also, it's, it's kind of like uh, what you see on Twitter a lot. Like when someone has an argument, they will retweet whatever serves their argument, mm-hmm. but never the things that negate it. You know what I mean? Just to, just for it to look a certain way. And so yeah. they'll exclude certain parts of the argument out. Like they'll give mm-hmm. you half the half the facts and leave out the bad parts that would not serve their argument. Yeah. So it's like if I they hate were to, those Go ahead. I hate those conversations on Twitter. I try to like just stay away from them oh, because yeah. it's like I can't say anything. The second I say something, somebody will come and be like, "Well, you're mixed" or whatever the case may be. So for me, I'm just like, "Fuck yeah!" I know what I went through as Yo. a kid. I'm gonna deal with that on my own with my therapist, and y'all have fun <laughs> on Twitter. Like you can't, your thoughts cannot just be your own. Like people assume that your thoughts have to be linked to an ulterior motive, and it's very mm-hmm. telling of their themselves. Because if you feel like everyone has to be doing that, that, mean, that means you must be doing it as well. Like mm-hmm. that just must mean that's how you, that's your thought process behind tweeting. If I tweet something that I, like, for example, I started tweeting about Drake today and people are like, oh, uh, people with big accounts. <laughs> so DJ said people with big accounts um, be afraid to talk down on Drake or something like that. What if I just like Drake? Yeah. I can't just like Drake. 
I gotta be I gotta be uh appeasing mm-hmm. for what line bypass at what? I'm not getting OVO Fest tickets. <laughs> Drake ain't Drake ain't throwing me dollars. Like I don't yeah. gain anything from this. I just like Drake's music. Yeah. So they I can say defend- that with anybody who's kind of in music. They'll be like, Oh, you're just doing it because you fam. want to appease the masses. I'm just or happy him I'm not a whoever. I'm just happy I'm not a kid cuddy fan. I'm just being- <laughs> Wow, I would hate to be a Kid Cudi fan. That is horrible. That guy is trash. Wow. Super boring. Uh, Moving right along. Oh, my God. He's a super boring guy. I feel like he's he's very boring, his raps. That's what you want to call him. Um, But do do you guys think that if Drake were to rap about his black experience... It wouldn't be just deemed as whiny and like the rest of them. Like, what what could he add to that conversation, really? Yeah, I just I don't I don't think there's much that he can really like add to it. He grew up with his mom, and I, I'm assuming like a white area. So mm-hmm. what what's really what's what is what, he gonna add? What can he say? Yeah, it's not like he grew up in Memphis with his black family and stuff like that, and he's seen all this stuff and he's experienced all that stuff. And it's he a lot easier it. to uh, get a feel of New York when you have five hundred rappers talking about New York at once that are yeah. all on the mainstream, and for mm-hmm. people to be like, "Oh, I can see, it. I can smell it," like, "Oh, that's New York." It's a lot easier to do that when there's five hundred rappers in Atlanta talking about Atlanta that are mm-hmm. on the mainstream. How many rappers on the mainstream are talking about Toronto? Three? I mean, three, it's, but they are the, some of the biggest in the world, you know? They are some of the biggest in the world, yeah. But, like, first of all, Drake, Jazz Cartier, 88 Glam. Nav. Nav. Weekend. Who? Weekend. Weekend. Weekend's not a rapper. Rap, rap, yeah. yeah. Um, Tori. Tori, obviously. <laughs> um, that's about it. We've got five rappers out there to talk about Toronto. And they already don't even believe half the shit we say about the city anyways. They don't believe and, it. They but don't... they've also, like, lived different experiences, too. Every single one of them has a different, like, background Different borough, even different block, even different block. Like Bram, you're Tori, you're getting Brampton, Drake, you're getting Young and St. Clair, freaking (laughs) um, who else do we say? 88 Glam, you're getting Kensington, um, but no, but even what's his name? Um, Camino, he lived in Oklahoma for a while. The fuck is going on with Oklahoma? Yeah, <laughs> like, do you yeah. know what I mean? Um, and then Nav, you said Nav, which Nav, is I have no idea. Rex Nav. Rexdale, Rexdale, just a brown boy from the Rex. So he <laughs> might be the most like in the hood. <laughs> and I don't want to hear the hood from Nav. I'm sorry. No. Did you guys know that Nav produced back to back? Nav's okay. This is my thing with Nav. Yeah, he. I just saw a video. He was just revealing like it was a song. And he was just messing around, but then they took out cer- certain melodies and just like kept it the base of the, of the song. And yeah, then we worked it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. The more you know. Um, that's extra gravy. Exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. World premiere, 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 premiere. Premier, premier, premier. Exclusive. 
What were you saying, Alicia? Oh, I was just going to say, the thing with Nav, I've realized that a lot of people from here just hate him. Oh, man. You remember when they when there was the, like, New York has, Atlanta has, whatever? Mm. I did a Toronto has one, and my friggin' mentions were all like, why would you include Nav? Nav is this, this, and this. Well, this, that's this, because this. the internet. I'm like, but... No, but I'm like, at the end of the day, like, you might not like his music. Cool. cool. I go to the States. I went to D.C. and friggin' tap, tap, tap was slapping. Had everybody singing yeah. word to word, word for word. But then you look up his, his, like, discography, his producer credits. That man has put in work. Like, that man was a real-life producer and has worked on some dope songs. Like, yeah. you got to give the boy credit. At the end of the day, he's from the GTA. Well, I think the biggest arguments with Nav is that, one, he says the N-word. A lot mm-hmm. in his music, and he is not an N word. Mm-hmm. Um, He's an F. <laughs> um, well, he is an N word. Yeah, I guess uh, you got me there, Norm. <laughs> Sticking up for your N words, huh? <laughs> Fucking Nav and Norm. Nav, please. <laughs> um, but also that uh, his flow, the same thing that the, the baby is kind of going through right now where people feel like his flow doesn't switch. Um, Nav seems to have a certain melody that mm-hmm. he stays in his pocket with, and it works for him. Like, the earlier on, it was dope because it was his, and it didn't sound like anybody else, and it was just fire, right? Yeah. But after a while, it's like, all right. Like, if you're going to talk about not growth, no growth, mm-hmm. him? Nav is definitely <laughs> a contender uh, in terms of switching up the flow and just... Doing something different, like. But I thought people didn't like when Baby switched up his flow and wanted to keep it, wanted him to keep it consistent with the original flow. I don't know. I never heard that argument once. I've always heard people say the la- the other thing, the opposite. Like that he the, ra- raps exactly the same. His beats yeah. are the same. I liked how he switched it up on his newest project. There's a couple of songs on there that he kind of switched it up with the acoustic. See, and that's the other problem is like when you do that you run into the issue of people not checking out your future work and realizing that you've evolved. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I wouldn't have known that. I didn't check out his project. I had no idea because I just wrote it off as like, oh, it's going to sound like... No, you know, there's, yeah. there were some songs that were obviously the same because you got to continue to do what's making you your bread and butter. But um, there's a couple of songs that I feel like he switched up his flow and it was more of like rapping with like a little bit of a melody type thing. And it was a acoustic he did things with guitars and stuff so i think like you can do the same thing it's just got to be extremely fire like, yeah travis been doing the same thing <laughs> over and over and over again years. but he has like a cult following like but he, he also sounds great like Astro world was phenomenal mm-hmm. like i'm gonna go listen to that after this because i forgot about that so album. with Astro world do you think that the or with travis's music do you think his production is better than what like his actual rapping? Yes, easily. Easily. Makes, the production is crazy. Go ahead, Norm. His lyrics are nothing crazy, but he just knows how to make a nice, sonically sounding song that everybody could just rock to. And it, it has a specific vibe that people like know is specifically him. And I feel like they fuck with it. Yeah. I, I don't think there's any song that he's dropped that once you hear it, you're like, who is that? You know right away it's Travis. Yeah, it's a Travis it's a Travis song. <laughs> yeah, for sure, definitely. I feel like he also, like, um, I would love to hear him paired with whoever Rihanna's engineer is. Because Rihanna's sounds, 
Like when you go listen to Anti, man, that mm-hmm. shit sounds so good. No matter what speaker you put that album on, that shit's gonna knock. Like that's just I don't know what it is about her, her engineers. Her voice always sounds so perfect on her songs. Mm-hmm. Have you seen her singing "Bitch Better Have My Money" live in the studio when she was recording it? No. Wow. No. Sounds like it, she sounds like they didn't even like edit anything. The way she sang it was exactly how it sounded in the song. And like when you see her singing in music videos, she's putting on song face, like or performance face. But to actually see the faces she makes when she's trying to hit a note, uh, a note, man, it's it's a different type of sex. Like you see the soul, you see it coming from a place. It's like she's making a pop song. She's actually performing it. And, and feeling the song. And even if it's just that bitch better have my money joint, you see her, like her lips forming, her reaching out, putting that finger to her ear. It's like, blah, blah, blah. Like everything is so good. You got to watch it. Oh, here we go. What is this? Screen sharing. Let's check it out, shall we? What do we got here? Oh, there she is. This there. it? This is the one. She makes it look so simple. And she's so beautiful. Shot, shot, shot. Like, don't act like you forgot. This song was so good. Bitch, better have my money. Yo, huh. Rihanna, drop the fucking album. Jesus, too man. busy saving the world. Trying I know, to save the world. Oh, my okay? God, man. She is. She's amazing. She's killing us, man. She's killing us. I might need to go on a Rihanna binge after this, too, after the Astroworld binge, because, <laughs> man, I haven't listened to some Rihanna hits in a long time. That's one person I don't play like that. I don't know why. Do you play a lot of Rihanna? The anti-album, it always pops up with oh, whatever yeah. thing shuffle. Consideration, I play a billion times. I love, like, that's the one song I'm like, why didn't you make a video? You and SZA, whoo! Yeah, mm-hmm. I um will definitely listen to a variety of Rihanna, but it will be I have to be like in a certain mood for some of it. Like once it goes to like Disturbia and stuff like that. Yeah. No, but like Disturbia and stuff like that, <laughs> I'll be like Disturbia. I don't think I'm in the mood the for this. <laughs> Disturbia. <laughs> Shut up and drive, 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 drive. drive. Yeah, like those, Shut up and drive, When it starts like, going into like that, that path, I'm just like, uh, that's not really it. But like, take a bow and like, umbrella and like, all that type of stuff. Like, fate. Baby, we die. Hey, hey, this is my, this is my Rihanna bag. Everything that we become, and I hate it. I thought we could make it, but I'm ready to test it. 
letters and the letters she sent You had me thinking you were out with your friends I'm so foolish, take me like I'm stupid Cause I thought it was just you and I Everybody sing. You look, you look so dumb right now. Hey, hey. Standing outside my house. This nigga trying to, to apologize. You're um, so ugly when you cry. Nigga, please. Just cut it out. Bye, this. This is my shit. I come from and from the Netherlands. Me no 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 no, that ever tried to. I come riding in on my big white horse, and now I do less fortunate. I do advise you to burn it all back when you're breaking it down for me. That part should have been Sizzler. Let me cover your shit in glitter. I can make it gold. Oh, heard you trying to sell yourself, baby. What on that shit you running low lately? I needed you to please get my reflection of rain. You know what song I really like? And I think it has to, well, there's two songs. And I think it has to, I've attached it to a moment. It's um Love Song with Future and then Pour It Up. Like those two songs, I, it brings me back to a good time in my life. Throw it up, throw it up. Watch it out, fall out. Throw it up, throw it up. Who needs flow? Throw it up, throw it up. Watch it out, fall out. Hey, 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 hey. Throw it up, throw it up. Yo, intern looks like a psychic. Nigga it look like a fucking tarot card reader. <laughs> Yo, it turned look like he sell incense. <laughs> Hang Oh, this is the part right here. This is where I turn off the volume in the club. All I see is signs. Let me hear y'all ladies. Yes, I got him. Throw it up, North. Throw it up, North. Hey, hey. Throw that, throw that. Throw it up, North. 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 Hey, 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 hey. All right, we have we have an audience that's not viewing us as well, but they're just hearing all the fun, not seeing it. You guys are on crack. It's on my YouTube. Go check it out. Um, it's a fun time. Check it out, YouTube guys. Check it out, the YouTube guys. 
Mm-hmm. Um, what were we talking about? Ah, yes. Don't even remember no more. <laughs> uh, Travis Scott. We wanted Rihanna to drop the album. Yeah. We talked about Nav. We, we talked about <laughs> the original topic. Did you guys Drake. see? <laughs> yeah. Did you guys see academics uh, pass out drunk on no. on on his live? The this triple man. shot. This man is so fucking corny to me. I'm sorry. I can't He's corny deal to with everyone. Well, like, like, he's got fans. He, he basically got on to Drake's. Uh, he got a shout out from Drake on his Instagram live mm-hmm. and lost his mind. Like, lost his mind. Hold on. Let me see if I can find the clip. He just he started going ballistic and he was he had a giant, like, uh, um, like, bottle of chair. honey. I don't know if he broke his chair, but I remember him being very excited. You're allowed in the live tonight, man. We had a good talk the other day, man. You're allowed on Yo, <laughs> academics, you're allowed, you're allowed in the live tonight, man. We had a good talk the other day, man. You're allowed on the live tonight. Hey, on this one, wait. Two, three, four, Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! I broke my chair! Let's big, go! Let's go! Let's fucking go! The Drake knows his whack ass. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and then oh. he just then he just passes out. Oh. I'm Drake's saying, about to do a shot and look at this man. guy. I hope you're doing well. You know what I'm saying? Praying every day for a solution for all the all the things that are going on. Trying to open then, his bottle so he can take the shot at the same time as Drake. To, um, Man's biting the rapper off. Past the time, we're just biting so our time right now. So shout out to everybody oh that showed up, showing love. For real. You was everything to me, my love. Shut up. I keep that little shit for me. Drake can't see him. <laughs> Drake don't know he's doing it. <laughs> It is nuts. Oh my gosh. Was that just on his IG live? Yeah. Oh well, my goodness. You know, triple shot live. of Henny. I'm sipping on sangria and I'm sipping on Hennessy. Let's see it. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Drake knowing he set his ass up. <laughs> yo, Drake's like, yo, this guy's going to the limits. <laughs> Man did a triple shot and then he just knocks out on his live. On Drake's just literally live. Literally, no, on his own live. Oh, okay. Just passes out like. Oh. Passes he, out. He had a night. It was nuts. I was like, I can't possibly see anything that'll top this. But how long was this live going while he was passed out? I don't. I have no idea. I have no idea. That would have been amazing if he like passed out in the third minute. And like he was passed out for fifty-seven minutes straight. <laughs> I think he was on he was on YouTube. I don't think it was even Instagram Live. So he so was, it was just going. No. It was just going. <laughs> um, but uh, later on that night, my dear friend Ryan, Mister Koa, my goodness. I witnessed the greatest Instagram live of all time. In it a was yeah. It was truly magnificent. I, I don't even know where to start. So Ryan's on Instagram live with uh, another gentleman, this guy Money Over Fame. Shout out Money. 
And at first, it seems that money is drunk at the start of the conversation. Just off rip, he's drunk, right? Ryan is very sober, okay? So Ryan's okay. asking him some questions. Ryan does a lot of like uh, deep conversation stuff on his Instagram mm-hmm. live. And he must have asked him something about uh, having a gun to his mother's head. Uh, what would you do in that scenario if like the only way you could save her is kill the guy, but you've always vowed that you'd never kill someone and you're not a murderer? Like, what are your choices there? Right? And the guy must have said, I have no choice. I got to kill dude. I have no choice. And Ryan's like, no, 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 you always have a choice. You don't have to kill him, blah, blah, blah. Bro, I was in that room, and I was getting so angry at dude's inability to, 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 to describe what he was trying to say. All he was trying to say was, yeah, you do have a choice, but the right choice in his mind subjectively was that you got to kill somebody, yeah. right? He's like, but there's only, he kept on going, there's only one choice. There's only one. No, there's many choices, but there's only one right answer to you. Mm-hmm. But he didn't know how to, he didn't know how to explain it. Like in that, articulate it? Yeah. Articulate it. And he was just like, in this New York kind of like stubborn uh, manner, he's just like, nah, B, you ain't him. He said like, I'm trying to tell you there's only one choice. Yeah, you have options. But then there's only one choice. Because in a, in, a, in a multiple choice question, you got A, B, C, D, sometimes <laughs> all the above. But you make a choice, right? But there's only one right choice. Yeah, yeah. But what are you trying to say? it there's came full choice. circle, though. It came full circle. Watch this. So then now, <laughs> I tuned in after a little bit after that. And when I tuned in, Money was drunk, really drunk, and went to go take a piss, Right? Money goes, takes a piss. Ryan starts pouring up, right? Ryan has a drink now, and Money's mm-hmm. sobering up after taking the piss. So Money starts asking him questions because the whole time, for about an hour, an hour and a half, we were clowning Money in the comment section. Comment section was a blaze. Like, we were frying this guy, right? And then now... Everybody's like, all right, so I'm a piece of shit. All right, I bet. I'm a, I'm a piece of shit then, I right, bet. And then he starts asking Ryan questions, right? About the like relationship stuff. <laughs> and <laughs> he asked Ryan, yo, have you ever gotten your heart? Have, have you ever broke a girl's heart? And Ryan was like, um, yeah, I think I've broken a girl's heart. He's like, okay, what'd you do? And he's like, well, you know, I think I've broken up with a girl and like her heart broke, like. She didn't really, you know, expect it. And dude's like, okay, all right. Well, have you ever cheated on a girl? And I was like, yeah, I've cheated on a girl before. And he's like, so hold on, hold on. Why I ask you if you if you broke a girl's heart, you giving me the, I broke up with a chick, so I broke her heart. You didn't break, first of all, you didn't break her heart. He's like, let's start there. You didn't break her heart. If you love that girl... Like you say you do, and you Mr. Perfect and all, then that means two people who are in a relationship and love each other, they talk. That means you brought it up to her. That means she must have known. When you break up with someone, they know that the breakup is coming because they could both, you've had the discussions, you try to save it, it didn't work, and it's obvious that it's not working. So, two mm-hmm. people in that situation, if you go and break up with your girl, it shouldn't be a surprise. She might not like it. She might feel a way about it, 
but it's not a surprise, so it's not a heartbreak. A heartbreak is a surprise, something you never saw coming. And now I'm in the chat like, yo, Ryan's on the ropes. <laughs> Ryan's on the ropes. <laughs> and dude's like, second of all, I asked you if you break a chick heart, you out here cheating on girls. And you telling me you broke up with a chick. Like, why didn't you tell me you cheated on a chick? Why are you trying to save your image? You ain't shit ass nigga. And I was like, oh! I was like, yo, what the fuck just happened? What just happened? And then now, so then now he's like, all right, let me ask you another question, Mr. Perfect, Mr. KO. He's in his bag now, right? And he's like, yo, so if a girl choose your man over you, what are your choices? What can you do? And Ryan's drunk now. Ryan's finished a bottle and he, of Jack Daniels whiskey, and he's on to another bottle of Jack Daniels honey whiskey. All right? I'm just picturing all the slurring. Thank you. Mad slurring. Mad slurring. Okay? This is how drunk Ryan was. I'll tell you. Actually, I'll share this part first. So the guy's like, if, if a girl chooses your boy over you, what do you do? What are your choices? Ryan's like, I got to take the L. I lost. I, I got to take the L. And the guy's like, all right, but how do you feel? And he's like, what do you mean how do I feel? I feel like I took an L. Like I lost. And he's like, okay. And this went on for about 15 minutes, right? And the dude's just like trying to explain to him. He's like, all right, if like you, he even trying to make it relatable. He's like, if you, go, you a photographer, you take pictures of sports people. If Michael Jordan loses in the finals, What's he going to do? He's going to cry, right? He might cry. He might get emotional behind it. And Ryan's like, oh, I'm not crying. I'm not crying. I'm not crying. Let's just, whoa, I'm not crying. I'm not crying. And just, that's how drunk he was, that he was just taking an example and applying it to himself. And the guy's like, I asked you, how do you feel about it? You telling me it's a loss. First of all, losing is not an emotion. And I'm mm -hmm. in the comment section like, all of his friends, all of Ryan's friends are all telling him, put the glass down. Put the glass down. Stop <laughs> drinking. And yo, every you just told me his composure in the DM. Like, yo, bro, you held your composure. But then once he started losing, bro, it, it, was, it was nuts to watch the man sober up while Ryan's getting drunk as hell now. Cause it's such a flip. And then the guy's like, losing's not an emotion. You say he, he, and Ryan's like, but it's an L. I have no choice. I just gotta mm -hmm. hug it. I got no choice. It's an L. And he's like, and you see Money's eyes light up. And he's like, okay. So in the start of this conversation, when you had a gun in my mother's head, and I said, there's no choice, what did you say? There's always a choice. choice. <laughs> what did you tell me? There's always a choice. So you telling me you got no choice, right? Because Shorty not going to pick you. You got no choice. You got to hug that L, right? So you got no choice. Boom. And Ryan's like, oh. And then Ryan, Ryan does the most unbelievable things. Ryan's like, what? hold on, hold on. When did I say I don't have a choice? <laughs> Even though he said it 20 seconds ago. This is how drunk and gone Ryan was. Gone. Oh. Oh. Bro, it was bad. Oh. It, got, it escalated from there, but man, <laughs> you guys can go watch it on Money's channel. Happy.
That was entertaining. I'm not going to lie. It was three hours of belly laugh. Belly migraine crying laugh. Like, And where is this? Instagram live. Our money over fame page. And this happened like yesterday? This happened like two, three days ago. Oh, so but he put a it. clip. You'll see a clip of it. And you'll, you'll get an understanding of the rest of the, the live. A clip of it is on his page on like a feed post. But okay. man. I just love how New Yorkers bring things back around. Yo. Like, or like, they just know how to, their conversation skills, their debate skills are, are impeccable. Let me show in, you in the sh- Jedi that this guy turned into. So you remember how I told you at the start of the story that he went to go pee while he was on Instagram Live, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and people were making fun of him saying he didn't wash his hands because they didn't see him wash his hands or whatever. And people were just getting at him and laughing at him, right? Ryan gets so drunk that Ryan's like, <laughs> I have to go pee, right? <laughs> so Ryan goes to pee. This guy uses it as an opportunity, sees the whole play and recognizes for what what it is and turns into Rafiki dog. He's like, you see, that's the difference between me and him, me and Mr. Perfect. I show you me going to pee. I bring y'all to the washroom with me. Y'all see me in there. Y'all see me not washing my hands. I'm real. I'm I'm letting y'all know I ain't shit. Ryan go to the washroom. He don't bring you. He don't show you if he washes hands or not. You don't even know if he washes hands. This man but he's going to come back it. and he's going to act like he washed his hands. And then Ryan came back. And the first thing the dude said was like, let me see your hands. <laughs> and Ryan just held his hands up like he was a cop. <laughs> Ryan's like, what? I washed them. I, I did. I washed it. Get the point across, man. Whenever they're wrong, they still find a way to get the point It was amazing. Amazing to watch. It was it looked like something out of a movie. Like it was, it was, it shouldn't have been that entertaining. It should not have been that entertaining. It was nuts. Um, what do you think about the, he doesn't uh, wash his hands. Yeah. Right. What do you guys think about the, um, Asian community, the, the Asian celebrities that are doing a call to action for people to stop the racism, um, Mm -mm and the xenophobia against Asian people because of COVID-19. And black people's response to it has been, we are going to deal with our own shit first. You guys do what you got to do. Don't include us. You guys feel like that's valid? You guys think that's fair? Very fair. Very fair. Yeah. I think it's very fair. Maybe. I think also uh, the fact that China's shown their obvious racism towards black people amidst this COVID. Are we supposed shit. to help y'all? <laughs> Practice what you preach, or like if you're asking for something, why don't you do the same thing for the people that are going through it, or that have been going through it? Exactly. They're perpetuating the stereotype that they're asking to stop, and they don't extend the same sympathies at all. So it's like mm-hmm. I, I just don't understand why. Um, why why the call to, well I understand the call to action is not specifically to black people, but that is just the black response to it. Honestly, we gotta figure out our own shit before we can fight for y'all. <laughs> As an Asian man that grew up amongst like a large I mean, most of my friends were of African descent. So like I knew growing up with my Asian family and just being around lots of Asians, how racist they can be and prejudiced towards black people. 
And I would mm-hmm. always have to defend the honor. Like I'll even keep it real. Like within my family, like all my cousins, my nine, my nine uncles, my 17 cousins, the extended cousins, like a majority of the old people that came here to, to Canada from the Philippines are pretty damn racist towards black people. Yep. Indian people the same, like a lot of different. Yeah. They have their preconceived notions. And, and for and, no reason too. like, I've been with my Asian friends in like just walking to the um, cashier to pay for my pho at like a pho restaurant. And they'll let me know, like, yo, t- those two people just called you a gorilla in my language. And I'm just like, I, why? I'm, I'm, what I'm did I do? Buy some food, friend. What did I do? <laughs> I'm supporting the business here. <laughs> right. Like, I'm so confused. And, like, that's the other thing. Like, black people be using so much Asian things mm-hmm. and shopping at Asian places and eating at a- Asian restaurants. For us to be treated like we ain't shit is nuts. Well, here, here's the thing. Ronnie Chang said it the best in his last special about like they need a Chinese president because they're the most subject. Like they don't care. You know, it's not about we don't we like white people. We like black people. No, we don't like none of you. Yeah. Like when you think about it, Chinese people. When I, I had a conversation with my Chinese homie about who's worse, white people, black people, or Asian people, right? And he's just like, white people, no, if it, who's worse, white people or Chinese people, right? He's like, white people are bad because they've enslaved other people, but then to lift up the white people, to lift up their, themselves, right? And to create this whole white supremacy thing. But the Chinese, they don't give a fuck about white people. They don't give a fuck about black people. They don't even care about themselves. They enslave their own people. So, yeah. like, that makes them even worse to me yeah. than the people that, like, enslave another race yeah their yeah. own people working in the night shops you know what i'm saying yeah because so. i look at i look at a black man that treats black people like how white people do worse than i look at white people yeah easily i'm like mm-hmm. you are the like, worst bro. type of person because you're wearing <laughs> the, same, the same you're wearing the same like you're the same sheep in the clothing you know what i mean like that whole i can't remember what that clothing uh references that sheep line is but like it's you're one of us you know what i mean and like Mm -hmm. uh for for you to snake knowing what we go through being of the same experience it's nuts to me and that's even worse than someone who could never understand it because that's not even their fault but the fact that they're ignorant to it yeah because a lot of times that's all it is is just people being ignorant to it they don't want to pay attention because it never directly affected them in their lives Definitely. I just want to know something fucked up that somebody was telling me this week. Um, apparently, there was a study. I don't know. I I, I, I couldn't find this this thing online, but somebody was telling me a cool story about these scientists doing a study on these on these monkeys. They would have this banana, you know, and they on top of this ladder. But every time the monkey would go up to grab it, like they would shower water and shock them. Um, and eventually the other monkeys would start like beating up the monkey that would attempt to try and go up just to be like, yo, don't be dumb. You're going to get electrocuted. Like mm-hmm. they like, literally beat them up before they had the chance to go up this ladder. Mm-hmm. But then they started switching out monkeys to, to the point where like every time a monkey would go up and they would beat them up, they would take them out, put a new one in to the point where nobody was even going up the ladder. They would just keep on beating up the monkey for even attempting it, not knowing what would actually happen. So it was like these monkeys eventually got programmed just know to beat these guys up without knowing the reason why. 
So I feel like that's kind of how racism happened. Like people don't even know why they hate. They just they're conditioned. It's soft conditioning. It's, it's, you know it's I mean? over time, man. It's, it's, it's people that, that bring you up. It's your environment that you, the people you're around when you grow up, like mm-hmm. also just sometimes your experiences, like some people will isolate an experience and apply that to all people. Like you have one, I feel like a lot of, um, it's like a vicious cycle. You have a system that keeps uh, minorities, and in this case that we're talking about black people, in an impoverished state, and um, it p- keep them in, in, in situations where their only choice is to steal or to fraud or to, you know what I mean? Do all these things to get by. And then in turn, they do it to the, sh- the places that are closest to them. Asian restaurants, Asian people who own convenience stores, all in the hood, right? Mm-hmm. Where are you going to steal from? Uh, you're going to steal from where what's close to you. And... Then you have the Asian people that see the black people stealing from them, don't understand black racism and what black people go through, and so just think they just think black people are thieves now. That's just and now every black person is a thief. I have to keep my eye on them. I have to rush them when they're in the store, and this is just a common practice from here on out because yeah, every time it's just black people that come in here and steal from me and. White people come in here, they don't steal from me. And it's just, it's just this constant battle of misunderstanding and miscommunication that just needs to be put in place. Like, if we all understood each other's experiences a little bit more, it we it might be in a better place. Might be in a better place. Because I need to see the 13th version of Asian people. Not just every day show me black injustice on Netflix. What are Asian <laughs> people going through? Yeah. What are Indian people going through? What are South American people going through? What are they going mm-hmm. through within their own cultures against each other? You know what I mean? Like, how many people know that when they see Asian people in movies, it's usually the whitest Asian people? They yeah. probably just think those are Asian people. That's it. Mm-hmm. Ain't no Filipinos and crazy rich Asians. And they don't know that colorism is a thing unless it's... Uh, because colorism in, for white people is tan or no tan. Yeah. It's just that simple. So it's not like it's not a dark skin to lighter skin. Like when they what they call dark, tall, and handsome over there. When they say that, is they're referring to hair. Yeah, the, the dark is the hair. No, the dark, but also like <laughs> or if they're olive skin or whatever yeah, they want to call skin. it, olive. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like <laughs> stop it. <laughs> to them, that's what they're dull, tall, dark, and handsome. Yeah, but the, but even still. The darker you are is praise. So how are white people supposed to understand that in a different culture where mm-hmm. the darker is the be- the worst end of it socially? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's, it, it's a lot of miscommunication, a lot of misunderstanding. And there's no, there's no, I wish there was a way to make sure that everyone had cable and or Wi-Fi and or radio all at the same time and play the same program in every language all around the world at the same time that everyone <laughs> has to listen to. Racial bias training for the fucking world. world. <laughs> <laughs> all it's at be, once. It's, it's, it's going to be like... Go. It's gonna be like that black guy that uh, took his was she her, his neighbor or something like that took his white neighbor and made her sit down and watch um, the twelve hours of 
I don't even know what it is because I've never even seen it. You know what? You know who can save? You know who can save the planet? <laughs> Truly, ironically Ooh. enough, who could save the world and rid us of racism? McDonald's. <laughs> it's the only place that's everywhere. You put that in every language, you put it on every screen, just racial bias training all day long. You go into McDonald's, you're going to hear not to do this. These people go through this and that and this and that. And it's everywhere. <laughs> like, And you got to go to it. You love McDonald's. Ba -ba -ba -ba. It's racism. Huh? Is McDonald's in the islands? Uh, yes. What? They don't, have, yes. they don't have one in Barbados, I don't think. Barbados, though. Well, there's some places that <laughs> because it doesn't meet the standards of like food grade standards. Yeah. Like, Sorry, Barbados, you just don't meet the food grade standards. Yeah. Listen, guys, I haven't <laughs> ate McDonald's since uh 08, so mm. you're missing out. I no, wouldn't get the I haven't had McDonald's training. <laughs> I lied. I've had okay. When I say I haven't had McDonald's, I mean I haven't made it a regular practice or I haven't had it in daylight. Um, I've had. <laughs> Three Big Macs. I've had three Big Macs over the span of the past eight years. Mm -hmm. I think I'll eat the ice cream. I think three Big Macs is what I've had. Like, and every time I have it, run fucking belly. So oh I've never ever ever had a McDonald's burger, and I feel like shit. I feel like shit. Hold on, Lisa. You've never had a McDonald's burger once in your life. No. Not even when you was a baby, when somebody bought you what happened. No, I've never, I've never had a Big Mac. What else do they got? <laughs> Whatever type of burger they got, I've never had. No cheeseburger. No, mm -hmm. no junior bacon cheeseburger. No. No, because my mom, no. my mom. Nothing like I had chick. I have a chicken burger or whatever it was called. What? The junior Mac. chicken. Junior chi junior chicken. chicken. See, I haven't ate it. Junior so chicken. The Toronto <laughs> man first meal. The the, the <laughs> Toronto man. Uh, if you got a death sentence, they say, "What would you like you to be your last meal?" Junior chicken junior with a fruitopia and sprite, please. Jeez. Um, but when it came to like the actual burgers, when I was younger, my mom never allowed me to eat them because she said you're going to get worms from them. So whenever we go to McDonald's, it was like only the chicken options, like chicken nuggets, whatever pizza when they had it. So I just never had that McDonald's, McDonald's pizza. Ooh McDonald's pizza, dino fire in yes. the box. Remember that yep. box they came the in? Babies don't believe that that was once a thing. Like that the pizza from McDonald's was really good. Have it in some locations. I yeah. googled. There, I think there's like 11 lo locations that still have it, but it's like mainly in like the states. Go soak your mother. it's crazy though. In, like when you go to international, like places all over the world, internationally, you'll see the different uh, mm -hmm. types of McDonald's that they have. Like Japan McDonald's. It has, has sushi. It has rice and sushi and shit. Like, I make sure wherever I go in the world, I go check the McDonald's. I would never have food. McDonald's rice. No. McDonald's sushi will give you rum belly for sure. Uh. <laughs> Philippines, because we eat rice with everything, they have, they'll ask, do you they'll want... They'll have good shit. Yeah, they'll, they'll be like, do you want rice or rice with that? You know? Yeah. Rice or rice with that? Rice or rice with that? <laughs> you know? Um... Also, we, like if you chicken, even if you go chicken and rice is just so good, man. And McDonald's. This Yo, Jolly B is overrated. <laughs> Sorry. It's like McDonald's. It's the street for me.
Um, even if you go to like the East Coast and you go to McDonald's, you can get like McLobster and mm, stuff like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I would never do that in my life. McLobster, yeah, idiot. Oh, me look like McFool. <laughs> got McRibs. No, Taiwan. McRibs was fine, yo. Oh, McRibs was fucking. McRibs was undefeated. Bro, the McRib rap. Y'all niggas don't sleep. Y'all niggas level. don't sleep. Remember the raps? Remember the McDonald's burrito raps that used to, um, like, what was it, like 98, 97? McDonald's burrito wraps. There wasn't the one in the green paper. Oh my God, that shit was cracked. <laughs> had like bacon bits in it and shit. Oh man, it was so good. Bacon I'm gonna, bits. Probably wasn't I'm even gonna make a wrap tomorrow. Wow, you yeah, guys y'all, inspired y'all me. Have, y'all ever dip your, your, your McDonald's fries into your ice cream? I was hoping that wasn't yeah. gonna go anywhere nasty. Funnel cake? Yeah. I, I would dip my, I don't do it now. Like I have tried it, obviously dipping McDonald's fries into the ice cream or Wendy's fries into like a frosty. Yeah, and yeah. the reason why people really love it is because it's the sweet and salty thing that I learned back when I worked at Cineplex. That was the first thing when they were training us. They're always like, if somebody orders popcorn, make sure you upsell and offer them um, like a chocolate because it works well, the sweet and salty. And then you got to tell them to buy a drink because they need to wash down all that shit. That used to be the fattest shit I'd ever see at school when people used to dip their fucking fries in ice cream. I'd be like, y'all niggas, high cholesterol. I'm going to go to McDonald's walking. for an Oreo McFlurry. Strawberry shortcake McFlurries, though. That was, that's what tasted like a funnel cake. I wonder if there's ways to reverse everything in your body. Like, is there a way to fully clean your lungs? naturally yeah just stop smoking <laughs> yeah stay no seriously there. would that like clean your lungs it will clean itself it's crazy how like blackened lungs can clean clear out and not be black anymore after you stop smoking it takes googling can you clean your lungs wow. lungs are self-cleaning organs that will begin to heal themselves once they are no longer exposed to pollutants the best way to ensure your lungs are healthy is by avoiding harmful toxins like cigarette smoke and air pollution, as well as getting regular exercise and eating well. And this lungs are finished. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, hold on. My lungs are on quarantine. My lungs are fucked. Jerk lungs, bro. Shit like straight, blackened lungs. Is there a time when it stops or slows down in cleaning itself? When you get old, we pull up Google. <laughs> what is that age though? I feel like sixty-five and up, you're like going downhill. Like it's hard to really, really fight. I everything. just gotta hurry up and get rich and successful because I feel like the more rich and successful I get, the more busier I will be, which will mean less smoking. Less smoking, which will mean more time <laughs> for cleaning. So, like, quarantine is just not helping your lungs right now. Nope, my lungs are purple, probably by now. <laughs> They're not even black anymore. It's just got, it's like a mauve. It's, it got so dark. It turned purple. Yo, it's bad right now. Everything's bad right now. I'm getting fat again. Fucking, I'm losing my triceps. It's all going, it's all going downhill. And all you need to do is hit the floor and do those push-ups. Well, that's the thing. Once the gym opens up, it'll take, I'm black. It'll take me two weeks. Snap right back. That's good. Yep. Muscle, muscle memory. I got good muscle memory. Once I, I start like working out like again, person- everything just. Doo, 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 doo. It's great. <laughs> but then it stops. And I got to just 
Yeah. To work on. I feel like I'm the only person that's losing weight in this quarantine. I see people talking about like, oh, I gained weight. I can't fit my jeans. And I'm just like, my jeans are too big. I think my I face need is somebody. <laughs> my jawline is slowly coming back. Slowly hey. but surely. But that's, other than that, yeah, it's all bad. I look 13 months pregnant right now. Oh, well overdue. <laughs> well overdue. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> well overdue. Um, should should uh should your uh, a man who is in a relationship with another girl should he get his baby mom's who is not his girl <laughs> a present for Mother's Day this Sunday? What are, what are the what are the rules on that? I think so. Yeah, I think. I think that's just respect to the son, to the child, to, mm-hmm. to trust your mother regardless. You know what I mean? Even in in peril, like you can still show some, some form of respect. I always wonder how um, those parenting situations get as bad as some of them get. Like, I can understand, um, you know, you guys don't get along and stuff like that. But it, you'd think once you realize that. That you wouldn't even get. Well, I guess it's difficult if you don't align with parental views. I guess that's probably where it is. Like if you yeah. align with somebody, if you if you're dating someone that's not for you, they probably don't even share the same views as you parenting wise. Because I feel like that's like how I think we talked about it last week. How early do you ask the uh, do you want kids question? I feel like you should ask that right away. That's, a, that's like, yeah, that's me. a quick one. Yeah. Because you should sort of find their intentions right away. And like, that's mm-hmm. first week for me. Yeah. I mean, I guess it really just depends on where, what type of relationship you guys are really getting into. Because if you guys are really trying to develop a, a healthy relationship and be together like long term, then that's definitely something that you need to talk to. If this is just somebody you're entertaining your time with, and it's nothing more than that, then maybe you don't have to ask. Oh, no, you still got to ask. But still, shit happens. Exactly. And next thing you know, somebody's pregnant, and one person is like, nah, you got to keep the baby, and the other person is like, nah, I don't believe in abortions, and then it's like, Exactly, exactly. If you're having sex with a girl, and for whatever reason you guys go raw, like, you got to have that conversation right before you do. That that Mm -hmm. first, that, okay, so let's go over all scenario. I do. Let's let's play the scenario game, okay? You get pregnant. Next move. <laughs> you th- this happens. Next move. You like, and I even go further than that. You get pregnant, have a miscarriage. What would you like me to do in that situation? Just so I know what, like, what are my boundaries here? What what are we doing if things go south? You know what I mean? Yeah. And we got these are things that gotta be present in your mind. So that if we are gonna do this whole no condom thing, you have taken into account. I've made sure that you have taken into account all scenarios. There are no surprises after this. Contract. But the thing that it doesn't mean anything though. It doesn't mean anything. Cause you could have sex with a girl, get her pregnant. She could have had the conversation with you that I'm not keeping a child. And then just emotions overcome her or a conversation she has, a TV show she watches, a movie, anything could sway her mind in that time. And even just her feelings for you could have developed and changed over time. And now she Mm -hmm. wants to keep it. 
And you can't well, do anything about it as a man. You guys got to respect her wishes. So yeah. Most you can do is have the conversation. Yeah. The, the thing with that is that people need to just be mindful just because one person, they say at one moment that they wouldn't necessarily keep the baby. Like once you're actually in that moment, you're pregnant and you know that there's like a baby living, growing yep. in you, like you might change your mind Different. and you just got to be fine with that because like at the end of the day, I hate when people just pressure people into doing things because even after you like say they do go down the abortion path like there's a lot of things that stay around like that's something that could haunt some people yep, for life yeah. like i've had friends who who have had an abortion and right after they were instantly like i can't believe i did this and yeah. pretty much needed therapy and then there's obviously some people who are like hey i made the right decision 10 years down the line, it might affect them and they yeah. might whatever. So, um, because yeah, the like, thing I, is like, you don't, you don't, under, you don't know when your mind will change on these type of things. Like it could be, mm -hmm. like you said, 10 years down the road, you could have a kid and realize, man, I, like I could have done this back then. Like that might've been selfish of me. And like, think of the potential of what could have been. And some yeah. people like just even just relationships wise, some people think that, a baby could save a relationship and mm -hmm. they could a relationship Which never happens. Don't have a baby. If you think you, it's going to, I don't, save I, don't I wouldn't say it never, like, it never happens. I think it does happen sometimes. I just think that the, the excuse towards the not good. Do not be telling these girls to be keeping babies. Keep they think that baby for that nigga. Don't do that. Keep little Dejante. Keep little Dejounte. Why not? <laughs> Live a little. But even, even pun intended. It's, same, it's even the same with like abortion. <laughs> if you were to, I'm not. That's a triple adoption. on Tadra, nigga. Shit. I should rap. Y'all niggas ain't fucking with me. You get it, little? Because it's a little baby. And it's living. It's a living thing. And it's like, a living thing. It is. Oh my god, guys. <laughs> Ridiculous. I should rap. You a hater? I should rap. I got bars. I got bars. Don't be getting pregnant on purpose, y'all. Just because you think. Don't be getting pregnant around. on purpose, y'all. If you think he's going to stick around, okay? Because you know, there be some girls out there, they be like, oh, let me trap him. Mm -hmm. But then there's some guys. Listen, there are some guys. Listen, there's really, some girls. There are some guys who really think they be trapping girls. They'll Listen. be like, oh, let me just like get her pregnant. Is this incriminating if I say this? But yo. You've done that. He wanted to do that. He's tried it too. He's trying it to work. If I get Rihanna, they're trapping her. Trap, 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 niggas. All we know. Oh my goodness. Nah. I got a, I got a, a little jar. Um, it's like a little, you know, those little mini Tupperware things, mm -hmm. a little small round one. Um with a piece of tape on it that says Rihanna across the side and my <laughs> semen inside it. I keep it in the fridge um, just for the day Throws that I might sperm. see her and just pour it in her pants. Just one day, just just pour it, just pour it down the crack. I don't know if it'll work, oh, but I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Yeah, you, you need the turkey baster. Ah, yeah. we're going the game yeah. route. <laughs> <laughs> the Derwin way. <laughs> Apparently it works, okay? This is all sick stuff. I'm obviously joking, people. Please don't. 
He'll pull this up 20 years from now <laughs> when we have a kid. This is a joke. This is just my luck. We have we genuinely fall in love. <laughs> we have a kid, <laughs> and then this comes up. <laughs> And you're like, he trapped her. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, oh man. No, man. Hey, um, I'm very mindful with the people that I mess with. I'm like, if I cannot see this person being a good father, I do not want to mess with you because at my big, big age, if I was to get pregnant, I'm keeping that baby. Well, so I'm, I need to make sure you're a solid father. I'm, I'm attracted to women with motherly qualities. So if I if I see a girl that looks like she just does things that would fit under the category of a good mom, like for example, holidays are like an extra thing for her. She gets super excited on holidays, or she likes putting together little activities, or rounding up her friends and um, mm -hmm. putting things together. Like I like shit like that. You know what I mean? Um, obviously, being able to cook always great like things like th little things like even just coming into my home and saying oh you could use this here or this could be better if you did this with with that whatever the case may be just it, the way in which she helps evolve my life if those things are also like motherly qualities mm -hmm. i'm like yeah yeah i'm turned on right now i'm feeling it <laughs> Like that's Freud, that's the Freudian complex, man. It's definitely all Freud, baby. The Oedipus complex. Shout out Daniel Caesar. I, yeah. No, you're not an only child. Where are you in your? I'm in the middle. Siblings. Okay, so I seen this last night. I think it was where someone said they're interested in relationships and seeing like who someone goes after. So if you're the oldest child, they feel like a lot of old oldest children go with um only children but only children seem to be best with another only child do you get it or like I get middle it, child but... well but they think like because only children are so spoiled like they're just all self-centered they're all about me 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 because that's how they've grown up their yeah. whole life mm -hmm. and then it comes to like middle childs who are always seeking attention because they don't necessarily get it compared to like baby yeah <laughs> and then, like to the, the uh, only the youngest siblings and then like the oldest children are always the ones that are taking care of everybody else so they mm. do that same thing in relationships and i realized i've dated a lot of only children and i don't know if it's because i was i'm the oldest but at the same time there's such a big gap between me and my siblings like yeah it's 11 plus years between us so i kind of grew up as an only child because mm. i was developed pretty much by the time they whatever so it's you guys should start a site called last night. You guys should start a site called Only Child. And <laughs> <laughs> it'll yeah. be like everybody just get together. <laughs> a dating site called Only, Only Child. <laughs> oh man, you guys compare uh childhood uh toys that you got <laughs> and board games and shit. Ooh, who got it the best? Mm -hmm. Um me and and the boy Femi, we uh we dropped a little track, yes. It's his love, but now he's found. Yeah, jerk chicken fine. Show off rest, jerk chicken. Jump me a gun, man. Jollof fries. Jerk chicken. Jollof fries. Jerk chicken. Jollof fries. Jerk chicken. Jollof fries. You must make it very properly. 
give me the meat. What is all this broccoli? Yeah. I am not in the mood. Shut up that mic and go get me some food. Yeah. With that jollof, you must pour me some stew. What is this nene? I just get a woo. Yeah. Yeah. I just get a woo. What is this nene? I just get a woo. Jollof rice. Jerk chicken. Jollof rice. Jerk chicken. Jollof rice. Jerk chicken, chicken, jerk chicken, 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 jerk chicken, dumpling and rice. Yes, the girl them sugar, but me warm and spice. Yes, a little bit of flavor, the thing said nice, said nice. Yes, me said the thing said nice. She take one bite and she says she leaving. Warm, me use too much seasoning. I'm a spread little sauce, me scream out all just like world boss. Jollof fries, jerk chicken, jollof fries, jerk chicken, jollof fries. Jerk chicken, 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 chicken. Jollof fries, it tastes so tantalizing. Jerk chicken, have your girl fantasizing. Jamaican girl, love the Niger boy. African girl, just love him at nice. Jamaican boy, do you know your father? I know you the man sponsor. Nurses boy, are we back on your face? Pussy wall, come here now, make me go trees. Jollof fries, jerk chicken, jollof fries, jerk chicken, jollof fries. Damn right I was playing that on my show. Motherfuckers. Now I'm Get hungry. my stream up, nigga. <laughs> bah, bah, That's bah, not even bah. on Spotify or anything like that. It's literally just on SoundCloud. Um, I love yeah. to see dances that are formed from this song. Pardon me? Love to see dances formed to this song. Oh, right? that would be fucking great. That would be great. their interpretation of jerk chicken and jollifies. Ooh, we're going to make it a TikTok challenge. Ooh, maybe I should come out at TikTok, dick. Maybe you need to play Alicia's been doing her TikToks. Maybe she can make a little dance for the man. Uh-huh. Hey, hey. And we can play, and we can put like the food. We can incorporate the food too, you know, have Norm's little. <laughs> make That's it hilarious. a thing. Why is, yo, we need to talk about, why the fuck is that the intern's dance for everything? What is the, what the fuck is this? What is that? I think he watched too much wrestling. Growing if up. you watch, what did what did uh, what is, it was like? <laughs> he don't even know where he got. No, no, no. Like they were saying, if you're gonna hit somebody, hit somebody. When they were talking about like uh, Rodman, and and then I think I don't know if it was Mahorn or whoever was telling him to hit him with your elbow because it's like the strongest point to like when when someone's flying. Yeah, through my the coach way. used to tell so me. Like, he was and like, this oh, is you get always, that was always the move. Like you always like, and that's how it became your dance. And and then like yeah because it's the, the last dance out, oh. oh wow Connection. so what he you're saying is that's the last it. dance oh, yeah, oh. nigga you've been doing this forever <laughs> the documentary didn't even exist yet and you were fucking He's using it as an excuse oh, oh well Marlon you know when Patrick Mahorn and fucking the last dance and MJ everybody loves MJ right I love MJ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the fucking doll behind yeah, me. Yeah, you just drop your, you drop your elbow. That's it. <laughs> well, that is very factual. When oh, I played man. basketball, my coach would be like, "Hey, you get in a foul, you better be using that elbow." I'm not gonna lie, intern. Hey, you came up with that real quick, man. That was good. Off the fly, that was really Thank good. You. Off was top. Good. I'm getting better. I'm getting better. Getting, getting really good. Getting really good. <laughs> have to you actually elbow somebody when you was going up for a layup when they try to jump and block it. Have you ever used that? Nah. In uh, in the post. I'd be I like, joke you people. Know, I'd be in the post and be like, bop. Like, <laughs> piss me off. <laughs> I joke people in their, their stomach. <laughs> when people shoot, I poke them in their stomach and turn like I was like trying to defend the shot. So I joke you quick, but do it all in one motion with my hand on the way up. <laughs> so you never foul. see it coming. Like a bitch. But you oh, feel it. You, you shoot your. <laughs> 
he feel, he's shooting you. <laughs> like real quick. <laughs> that shit used to Damn. work. My cousin taught me that early. Um, <laughs> the Bleacher Report had the mother fucking audacity. I had to get real Caucasian with that. The, the mother f- fucking audacity to say that the Raptors, the 2019 champions are the luckiest champions of all time? Nigga, what? I mean, we the best motherfucking Y'all niggas must be. Y'all must be new here. That shit is... Like, why do they keep doing this to us? Why do they keep trying to just demoralize us? Can we we talk about the people that won uh, their titles when Jordan left to play baseball? Can we talk about how uh, all those teams won their championships with players injured? Key players like Clay Thompson? Like, is it? I just don't understand it. Every championship team has gone against a team at some point. It may not be every year, but at some point. Where key players are out. That's just what it is. You got to be prepared for that. And it's also your fault. It's also an L because you weren't prepared physically for what the season had in store. Mm -hmm. So whose fault is that? Our fault? Nope. And let's not forget, the one, the only people, the only thing to dethrone any Toronto championship team is league closures. Mm -hmm. Every time Toronto's won something, we've never gotten a chance to defend it. Never had a consecutive season that the year after something fucked up happened to stop really? us from defending. Yep. Whether it be football, like well, the craziest one was baseball because there was supposed to be a Canadian, uh, a Canadian World Series between the Expos and and the Blue Jays because they had the two best records in the yep. American or the the American League and the National League, and they go on strike just. Just so coincidentally, like fuck all that. That's the only. That to me is the only thing that really defeated us. Yeah, definitely. and I, and to this, and no one's really took it from us. Think about it properly, fairly. Something has always fucked it up for us. Right. We need to throw respect on our name from time, but whatever. It's it's just what it is. That's what like we just about. sometimes there's things you just gotta accept that nobody is gonna like really treat us any better we're always going to be the underdog i don't mind it because when we do at least we at least we being talked about right oh here it is okay <laughs> but sometimes life do that when you've been on live for so long trying to stuff. but we gotta do one yeah. okay what we say what are we talking about have you ever been in, in a situation let's say it's it's for y'all right okay Three girls. Okay. They say you're the CEO of not knowing what's going on. It's, it's, three, it's three girls. Okay. It's four of y'all. So it's three, wait, three girls and four of us. So I'm I'm the one guy and three girls. It's, th- it's you and three of your friends. Okay. Girls. Girls, though. No, girls. No, you and your boys. Okay. It's four of y'all and it's three. 
Four guys, three girls? Yes. Are you with me? So that makes sense. So seven. Seven. <laughs> okay. What the fuck is happening? I'm here. I'm here. This is, this is how great it no, was. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Three girls, four guys, seven guys. Seven people. Seven. Seven people. Y'all at the club. Okay. One of the girls is vibing with you. Yeah. Look right. at a drink. Mm hmm. And the two other ones is Straight. vibing with two of your other friends. Okay. One of your friends is chilling. Okay. Are you still with me? I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, I get back to the hotel. Yeah. One of the girls that was chilling with you, with you. Yeah. Decided to have sex with that other friend. I wasn't chilling with nobody. After okay. Curves you. When she got there, she chose your friend over you. Okay. But she was vibing with you at the club. Are you with me? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. How do you and your friend go for it? Yeah. You don't even care that she was vibing with you the whole night. Okay. At that situation, how do you feel? Was her and your friend? So there's three, there's four girls, there's three guys. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, wait a second. There's three girls, there's wait, three guys, four girls, yes? No? Are you with me? I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> there's four of us. It's three girls. So that's one is missing. That's, that's three. Four mans. Four mans, three girls. Yes? Yes. 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 Okay. Yeah, somebody's getting left out. Yes. One guy loses. Right. Yes. <laughs> but are you with me? He I'm just here. says yes. He doesn't answer the question at all. It doesn't answer. I, yes. Yes. I'm with you. I'm here. <laughs> Yo, Ryan, man. Shout out to you, man. We all have our day, man. That that was fucking funny. That was his. That was his day, <laughs> That was his day. Um, Nicholas Cage is set to play Joe Exotic in an upcoming Tiger King scripted series. In y'all favorite shit. <laughs> I couldn't think of a per more perfect individual to play Joe Exotic than Nicholas fucking Cage. He'll kill it. He'll kill that role for sure. <laughs> playing Carol Baskin. Who is Carol playing Carol? Fucking Baskin. Meryl Streep should play Carol Baskins. Oh my God. Meryl Streep would body that. That would be crazy. Now, you know, um, Charlie Steron and Monster? Mm. She, that, that's a good. But Char Charlie's would have to gain mad weight. I think, okay. uh, what's her name? Um, you know who else would be good? Uh, what's her name? Ah, I can't remember what her name is anymore. But, yeah. No, there's a number of white women that would do well. Um, you, know that, you know that girl uh, that played uh, in that horror movie, Misery? No. Oh, what so about Jane Fonda? Jane Fonda would be, uh, uh, I can't see her, like. I don't know. It was, I'm so used to see her, seeing her all done up. 
be very, it'd like be very, very odd. uppity. Yeah, it'd be very <laughs> odd to see her in that role. So um, we need somebody who's who could be trashy a little. Yeah, I feel like Meryl Streep can do almost anything. Like we've it seen is her Meryl in almost it, almost any role. So it's like, yeah, no, I feel like even you know who would be good, the girl from Sex in the City, the the horny one. She oh, looked Miranda. A, yeah, she looked a lot like Carol Baskins. Kim, whatever her name is, she's Canadian. Shout Kim Burrell? Mm-hmm. Kim Burrell, is that her name? I don't know what her name is. Something like that. Um, what else happened this week? Erica Badu versus Jill Scott. Ooh. May 9th. I was really Let's trying go. to could be like, who else can go up? My sister was like, oh, no, nah, it should be Lauren Hill versus Badu. I'm like, nah, man, Lauren Hill wouldn't show up first. She would not show up. She'd show up like five days later. Be like, all right, I'm ready. Lauren would have us all on Twitter for three hours waiting for her arrival. Yeah, and she, but she's not even and people, songs. And if people were like making fun of what Teddy Riley was doing, like it would be ridiculous with Lauren Hill. Yeah, because she couldn't even play her her actual song. She'd have to play one with the with the different beat. So that means she'd have to perform them all live. <laughs> she doesn't have rice. She can't to- play that thing or anything like that. She have rice to none of those songs. When Damn, you go to her live this- shows, she can't perform anything in its original format. She has wow. to switch up every. One of her hits. So sad, man. It's, it's so the sad. saddest thing. And it's actually like, if music people want to protest anything, that's what you guys should protest. Like, get out in those streets and protest for that woman's records. Because that is a travesty. That she cannot perform that thing. You can't perform the miseducation of Lauren Hill. It's your miseducation. It's not the miseducation of Interscope. Like this, that is nuts. <laughs> that is absolutely ludicrous, bro. And that release of Miseducation of Lauren Hill will be the Miseducation of Interscope. That's <laughs> that is crazy, man. And like to think just because she didn't pay her taxes, <laughs> just pay your taxes. Just pay your fucking taxes. Don't try to run. These niggas garnished your tracks. <laughs> That's different. <laughs> a man coming to your house and saying, we're going to repo this car. We're going to repo this mansion. That's all good and dandy. But you going to repo my thoughts, nigga? My heart? My soul? <laughs> Holy God. Produced and curated by Wyclef Jean? <laughs> like... Oh my goodness, bro! That is a travesty. But um, a tow track for her songs—that's hilarious. That's crazy. We've reached the end, folks. All right. I'm so hungry. I'm starving. That's why I'm ending it. I'm starving. I've been eating. And I want tacos, but everything's closed now. So everything is not closed. Yes, it is. All the grocery stores are. Who's going well, to the grocery where store? Sure. Hmm? Where you're at. Yeah. I'm getting Captain Boils. And the liquor store, I can't even get tequila. Ooh, oh, Cinco de Mayo. I guess it's the Cavassier. Cavassier Margarita. Pasta Cavassier. Everybody's singing now. Pasta Cavassier. Everybody's singing now. Whoa! <laughs> Don't just beat me, my people wanna! Jump, jump. 
That song, oh man, that used, that shit used to go up. Is that the same song where it says you have too much hair on your show trial? You better save it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys uh, so much for tuning in another week. A new p- Patreon episode is up. Go check out our Patreon. Um, just did a little mini interview with Femi Lawson yesterday. Um, you guys can go check it out. We discussed the uh, Vibes Cartel versus WizKid. <laughs> that was an interesting day. Um, although I did make up for it last night by completely destroying and dismantling Femi Lawson. Oh my goodness. It couldn't have went any more in my favor. His internet was out. <laughs> His sound was wonky. It was all bad. He was playing bad music. It was ah, uh, it was great. It was just a rap for him. He you did kn- not rap for his Nigerians. You knew it was bad when the Nigerians were saying, "We need a sub." <laughs> you knew it was bad when Nigeria was saying, "You are a disgrace to Nigeria." Oh. We knew it was bad when he'd play a song and you wouldn't see a Nigerian flag in sight. He was not the chosen one, so... He didn't... He Listen, first of all, he didn't know what he was fucking with. I'm gonna be very real. He did not know the monster that he... he because this was his idea. I didn't come oh, up with this. No, no. Yeah, this was his idea. First is. of all, you can't put Afro beats against Dancehall. All you guys sing about is love. We talk about gunman, we talk about clashing, we talk about your mama, your papa, your grandmother, your piece of doo-doo. I even played that song. Like, it's just, it was just a lot of bad things for Femi. And I, I play chess with this. I don't just play the music. I play chess with this. I had speeches. I had monologues ready. I had, I had a video of Femi in a, in a Lambo with a cop. And I played that clip, then played in Pharma. Oh, my God. I played a clip of uh, Femi calling himself the Galdem Sugar. They don't say that in Nigeria. Definitely not. And then I played the real Galdem Sugar. It was just bad. It was bad. It was so bad for him. At one point, he said, he introduced a song and said, um, us Nigerian men, we just, we just take the Jamaican boys' girls. We just take their woman. And then he played the song, the, the, if I tell you, say I love you, or whatever song he played. And then I was like, I asked him, I set him up so nicely. I was like, so wait, you really think Nigerians take Jamaican men and girl? He's like, Marlon, I could show you the receipts. Take your woman. You should be angry. I'm like, oh, really? And I played, Namad over now, girl. A boy like me. Me Namad. Namad It's like Jamaicans have curated every Yo. response for Femi. And Femi alone. (laughs) For decades, they waited. They played all these songs. They made them. They put them out just for Femi to lose in this way. Have you checked on him today? I have not. Hopefully, he is not in a drunken stupor. 
<laughs> One thing I do know he's not doing is cleaning the house. I started it off and I was like, so how's quarantine been treating you? And he's like, oh, quarantine's been great. You know, I'm just keeping busy, staying creative. I'm like, nice, nice, nice. I'm like, I, to be honest, I was worried, man, because I don't think you can cook. You can't cook, right? And he's like, Mana, what are you talking about? Of course I can cook. Like, and he's going off. And I'm rice. like, rice. <laughs> but you can't like vacuum and sweep. And like, those are just things you don't do in the house. I can't picture you cleaning or cooking in the house. He's like, I do everything. I do everything. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> and I played freaking Movado. Um, house cleaning. Where he's like, oh, you have to have bad man. I do house cleaning. You must be dreaming. <laughs> he just, every song, he just walked into the, he walked right into the premise, right into the trap. It was beautiful. It was so yeah. fun. If ever you and me were Let's do it. Norm, music. we should do it. We should do it uh, R&B. I was going to say, if it's Jamaican music, where it's Philippine, like... <laughs> Music by Filipinos. <laughs> Bruno Mars song. Bruno I'm Mars. Go play Bruno Mars. Yep. Bruno Mars. Yep. Bruno Black Eyed Peas. I got, I got Sweetie and her. Like, what do hey, I yo, it could be a battle. Could be a take. That could be a battle still. What's Miguel? I don't even know. I don't think Miguel's Filipino. I could drop some. Oh, I I could drop some surprises on y'all because y'all don't even know some people that, you, that, that are pretty. Filipino. I think I would be afraid to do that to be honest. Because you'd come <laughs> in as Spud Webb, I would lose that. I wouldn't even take that <laughs> challenge to be honest. You'd come in as Spud Webb, and people would be like, "Hers Filipino," while you're playing Focus at blaring levels, <laughs> and I'd Miguel, lose. Miguel is Mexican and black. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was half Asian Chicano. <laughs> Chicano. Who wasn't there? Like, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't really have much. But I, I think, like, I can play. Manny Pacquiao singing <laughs> Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> Manny Pacquiao singing Frozen beats anything I can play. <laughs> I would have to dive into my um, Jamaican singing Backstreet Boys bag to beat that. <laughs> that would be the only thing that could top that. Is uh, Celine Dion. Some, uh, I played Celine Dion to end it yesterday. <laughs> I played uh, The Power of Love to end it. I was like, you know, at, yeah. the, end, at the end of yeah. our Jamaican parties, you know what I'm saying? There's a certain person that we like to play heading on out. I want to thank everyone yeah. for coming tonight. And I pressed play and I gave a little speech while the song was like building up. And then when I'm your lady, I just got up, fucking started dancing by myself. It was beautiful. It was a perfect send off. Oh, man. Speaking of the perfect send off, uh, we are going to end the show right here. We want to thank you guys so much yes, for, yes. Um, for listening to us, you know, for, for tuning in every week. You can listen to anybody, but you here with us. Yeah, definitely. It's been. Um, Quite the quarantine. It looks like we're going to be getting back to regular life uh, in about two weeks or so. Um, I personally vote that we continue doing this. I like this. And we don't have to pay for a cameraman. Huh? Huh? <laughs> Thinking logistics here. Thinking logistics. Until we start making some real cheddar. You know, until, you know, you guys go to the, 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 the Patreon. The Patreon. <laughs> Sponsors. If anybody works with brands out there, exactly. I'll let us. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the Extra Gravy Show. I'm Marlon. I'm Big Norm. And I'm Alicia. And that was the Extra Gravy. <laughs>
Skr, skr, bam, 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 bam. Suck your mother. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.